You, you old on time, all the time, asshole, nigga. Of course, I'm talking to myself. Neither y'all black ass clusterfuck niggas is ever on time. Just me by myself on the block. Hardcore, stand yeah. alone. You want to go night, night, nigga? Cause thugs, y'all don't know how to just fight, man. Thugs always gotta give you a speech before they fight. You ever see how long it take a thug to fight? He gotta give you his whole background before he fight. It takes too long. Yeah, real niggas all day, just me by myself on the block, holding it down, gun in my waist, straight face all day, not a game, in jail by myself, one bed, no pillowcase. One pillow, didn't nobody write me. It was early, woke up, went back to sleep, took a nap. You ever go night-night, nigga? You ever go night-night, nigga? Everybody go night-night, nigga. What? You want to go night-night? <laughs> I was going to say, let's start. Uh, I would like to start, I guess, by saying uh, a wholehearted fuck you. Uh, <laughs> no, that's you. Uh, to the now deceased Don Imus, uh, I'm here to take talk. He's to dead. Talk. Take that. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. One less racist in the world. You know, there's a lot of people who, if they died, like even people in my job, if they died, it would just open up a parking space. He's one of them. Mm. Yo, I was like, I was like, oh, Don Imus died. Okay. Huh. So what else did y'all do today? You know? <laughs> crazy that he died while we're watching Night, while we're watching The Watchmen, because it feels like he lives in Nixonville. Yeah, he's uh, and I've I've had a lot of time to sit around and ideate about this because uh, <clears throat> you know he died and I'm not doing anything at the moment, um, and I came to the realization that like really shock jocks are just like racist, sexist, misogynist, bigoted people that get paid to do that on air, and whether or not you believe it's a personality, it's still like you get paid to basically say the worst things because people enjoy that shit and enough people enjoy it. And he's really the originator because he was there before uh, Howard Stern. Yeah, who also is a piece of shit. Death. Oh, man, when Howard dies. And Rush. Amen. Well, look, I'm, I'm just going to put it out there real quick. I miss is a piece of shit, but a lot of people don't give Howard Stern the 
respect he deserves as a colossal piece of shit. <laughs> because he did that fucking that was, movie. That was like it was taking a turn. Because he did that parts. fucking movie, yes. Also, I feel like like at, on any given day, <clears throat> so here's the thing. I feel like Howard Stern uh, has cover, unfortunately, for a lot of the more racist and misogynist things he does because he does it with a black woman co-signing a lot of it as a producer. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say about Robin. She's a she's a black woman. She survived cancer. She yeah, seems like a but, wonderful person, but at the same time, she's co-signing all of his shit. But there's times that she stands up, she's like, eh, that's not cool. So does that balance out? Does it? Okay, <laughs> please continue. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I feel like he gets cover because like he has a black woman who's involved on the show. And whether it's fair or not, it's it's clearly uh, like helping him get away with some of his more racist and misogynist things that he says and does. Wow. You type in Howard Stern and right below uh, his wiki and his net worth, racist. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Google be knowing. That, it couldn't have been that far away, but like. Yeah, shit, Google be knowing. It's, it's that close. Google be knowing, man. You'd be like, yo, you're black. Are you trying to find out how racist Howard Stern is? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we have realized that you are black. Yeah. I didn't know how that's racist the old, that's, he is. That's the top three things you're looking for. How much money does he make? <laughs> how old is he? How much, like, how racist is he? That's all I want to know as a black man. Maybe not in that order, personally. I personally don't care about the money. I also don't care about, like, like age, I guess I care about, because, like, you know, how soon before we get to celebrate his death? I feel like there's going to be a lot of that for, because the black community was joyous about Don Imus dying. And I, and I think they should have been. See, of all the times for me to leave social networks. Uh, well, actually you, you probably, you're fine. It was, it was a lot of hateful negativity. Don't get me wrong. Like there was some white people who were like, but you know, he was nice to me. So, and, and they were getting dragged all through Twitter. And so that was fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's but, what somebody said about um, Howard Stern. They were like, he's not a racist and Robin isn't crazy for working with him. If you knew about their history, you would know that he's been extremely loyal to her. Well, I just want to point out that a lot of slave owners were extremely loyal mm-hmm. to the I mean, black Th- folks who stood with them and believed their ideologies. Thomas Jefferson uh, made a pathway so he could like Thomas go... motherfucking Jefferson. Correct. Made a pathway so he could like walk in between him and Sally uh, Hemings' bedroom. So like that was loyalty if, if ever. Like he was like, "Yo, not only will I come back, but I'm gonna install a pathway so I can just come back all the time." Because I'm Thomas Motherfucking Jefferson. And the crazy part about that is that while he was fucking her that entire time, which apparently he just really enjoyed doing, uh, never claimed any of the children, never freed her from slavery. So, yeah. That's that's that. Also, you're lucky you jumped out of social media because you missed, which is currently bl- like blitzing through, uh, is the the black dude in the MAGA hat, hat with oh, his, white, his wife. white wife saying that they never saw any racism. No, not racism. They, race, they, white supremacists. Like supremacy, we haven't yeah. we we haven't seen any white supremacists. And I was like, but you are t- you're two white supremacists. Like you literally are. So here's what happened. I was going on uh, Twitter to because that's how I. Look, if y'all are having trouble catching up with any of these social places where you can buy stuff at now, Regal, 
um, tea public, Teespring, anything like that. Easiest way to catch up with them now is to go on Twitter and talk with their customer service. They don't like yeah. to be blasted in public on Twitter. And just like that, they'll be like, yo, hit us up in your DMs. We'll fix everything. <laughs> While I was in there, I saw that post. And yeah. uh, my boy Aaron, a.k.a. Indifference, shout out to him. Y'all all know him um, from the Game Enthuse podcast. Yep. He was like, I ate breakfast this morning. So by that, I'm going to assume that all Americans and all people across the world ate breakfast today. (laughs) My personal favorite was, uh, I haven't been, uh, no one has ever assaulted me in 35 years. Therefore, I assume murder doesn't exist. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) That's shit. I read that. (laughs) I I mean, I didn't even click on the video. I just saw what the the caption was and I saw the dude's face and I just. Oh my God. He looks so. (laughs) Like, like. He looks like the dude who three years from now is going to be like, my wife called me a nigger while we were having sex. I feel like someone's going to stop a picture of him and he's going to be like, oh, oh, oh. And Flash is going to free him, but. Or he's the dude who's going to end up walking up to cops and saying free hugs. Right. Have you ever noticed that like when, when he's niggas gonna, are trying to be the poster boy for slave play? Well, you ever notice when niggas are trying to prove how racist America is that they're like the smiling this motherfuckers of all time. Mm-hmm. Like that motherfucking smile was, so, he's, he's just like, yeah. And like, I honestly wonder if he wanted to do that. Like I could see that being more like his white wife being like, let's talk about how, it, I, it just I, I i don't know i fucking i hate black men who vote for trump and i mean that fervently like i hate all y'all y'all are fucking well i hate all y'all for a lot of different reasons but i, I really hate the fucking fact that so many of you motherfuckers voted for trump like 15 percent is and yeah 15 a high-ass number <clears throat> considering how motherfucking racist and openly racist this motherfucker is absolutely 15% of y'all motherfuckers think Trump it's is the high answer. ass motherfucking number. That's a lot of you. That's a that and I can say that cuz I'm adopting scars that those ain't my niggas. <laughs> yeah, I don't know them niggas down there. I, I don't know them, them niggas, niggas ain't I don't know them niggas down the street. Them niggas You know what though? Real talk, real talk and I don't I I don't want to I'm not going to say names. I'm oh, not. No, please. Name but names. No, I'm not cuz he's one of our homies. His dad, one of our homies' dad, is a Trump oh, supporter. I thought you were saying one of our homies uh, no, is a Trump no, supporter. No, saying, no, no, he's not. No, no, no. That would that it would have stopped right there. But one of our homies' dads is a Trump supporter, and I was like, "Yo, how the fuck did that work?" And he was like, "He's a pastor, and I can't make him change his mind about shit." Probably because of the whole abortion angle. I don't know, but like that's crazy though when you think about it that that many black men are on board with the racism, the corruption, the misogyny. (sighs) And look, here's the part of it that I don't understand. And I know a couple of people who are, um, who are Christians and they ride with this whole Trump thing. But my thing is like, what part of Trump's existence, uh, makes you think that he remotely cares about being a Christian at all? I think I will say this. I think it's not even that. I feel like, it, and it's they know he's not a Christian. <clears throat> it's his policies, and one of the ones that I think is the biggest that we're missing is immigration because that hits both white and black like Christians. Black Christians are just as racist about people coming to this country as anyone else, and I feel like 
white Christians are extremely racist about immigration. And, and I think his stance on immigration is one that a lot of Christians can get behind. I think his stance on that, his stance on abortion, the fact that when it comes to judges who interpret laws, the majority of them, I think he's put, he's installed or nominated and and confirmed over 170 judges, like federal judges in this country, where essentially when it comes time for us to start debating, like what, like freedom means, what rights are and how they should be interpreted. The majority of the people who are going to be making those decisions are very much going to be conservative. And as we all know, conservative means honing on to the traditional values of a country that was founded, 100% founded in racism. And, and, but like, other than the fact that he is a Republican, what is it that's really conservative about him at all? The, the, the abortion stance, which he's against. No, his abortion stance is conservative. He's, he, he is actively st- fighting to stop abortion. His stance uh, versus crime is conservative. He, uh, but like his, his stance... personal, his personal, like, no, his, but not, like his, his, here's his, what you're missing. They don't politics. give a fuck about his personal. No one gives a fuck about who he is personally. Like if anyone gave a fuck about who he is personally, he never would have been a serious contender for the presidency in the first place. His, again, his stance when it comes to abortion, his stance when it comes to judges, his stance, this, this is a legitimate like hostile takeover by conservatives. And I don't know, like you're like, well, what about his personality? Fuck his personality. No one gives a fuck about his personality, clearly. And like, it's not about who he is as a person, because if it were, he never would be here. The minute that whole I grab him by the pussy bullshit happened, that would have been a wrap for him. It's not about his personality. It's about the fact that he 100% is doing exactly what they want. He's stopping abortion. Supposedly, he's backing Israel against Palestine. Like, he's doing things that Christians want a president to do. They don't care about his personality and, and all his other indiscretions as long as he keeps delivering on that shit. You know, I don't think you get how big a deal conservative judges are to conservatives and how much they want that shit. And stacking the Supreme Court, that's been the, the holding point against literally abortion for the entirety of this country. And it just got broken by Trump. And you think they don't want to continue doing that shit? There's fucking, uh, uh, fucking <clears throat> RGB is on death's door as far as we know. And has had multiple bouts with cancer. At some point she has to retire you don't think they're like eyeing that spot thinking that we could have a straight up and down conservative majority so that when you start acting, asking about gay rights, when you start asking about rights for people of minorities and immigrants, when you start trying to decide what those things are when legislatively and constitutionally, you don't think they want a conservative majority who's going to decide against all of those groups and decide for pro-life? You think they don't want that shit? I mean, we know they want that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're acting like, well, what about his personality? That shit don't fucking matter to them. They don't give a fuck about his personality. No, I'm just, I'm just they saying, never just fucking have. I just think it's weird that... I, it's I'm, not. I'm, it's, it's a goddamn agenda, motherfucker. Like, it's, it's an agenda. There's nothing about it being weird. These motherfuckers are trying to change the country into a goddamn dystopian nightmare. It's not even fucking about, like, his personality. It's a goddamn agenda. And, like, the crazy part about that is that's what's wrong with Democrats. We don't have a goddamn agenda. We're all like, well, what do, what do we like? I think he, I trust him. Fuck that shit. Where's our goddamn agenda? Like, we have nothing. Yeah. That's, and that's the reason why I can't see them winning. Like, even if they do, they're going to get in office and just bumble the shit because there's, there's no agenda. Like, the most they want to do is just shake hands with motherfuckers and get along. And it's like, fuck that. We're beyond that. 
The world's on fucking fire, literally and figuratively. Like, what the fuck are you even going to do? It's, it's fucking frustrating because one side is evil and clearly has a goal and they're just trucking towards that shit. And the other side is just fucking sucking each other's dicks. Metaphorically, I guess that leaves out women, which the other side is also doing anyway. It's fucking I'm just, frustrating. I'm, I'm just, as somebody who has read the Bible, except for all those begats, because fuck that shit. <laughs> Look, look, if you're just just reading the Bible for the first time ever, what I would suggest to you is avoid numbers (laughs) where they basically do a census. They they just wrote all that shit down. Where it's just a census. They're all they're doing is saying, yeah, it's filler pages in the Bible. Um, like, Like, it's filler. Like, you don't. There's a lot you can you can skip that you can skip uh, all the they do also do like the divvying up of land where it's like and then this person got this land over here and then this person got this land that was east of that land it's like you can skip all that shit <laughs> it's <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Um, after reading through most of the Bible, I want to say that a lot of the stuff that you read about in Revelations you know, about the Antichrist and the rapture and all that stuff. It's all coming about, but it's all coming about because Christians keep fucking up. Like the war between uh, where Israel becomes a center state again and, and, and the, the uh, barcodes on your forehead or on your wrists and all that. And the the cost of bread being a day's wages, this is all because of Christians who are supporting the conservative Republican right to, you know, just up the prices and, and, and climate change is ruining crops, you know, ruining, basically making. And, and the crazy part about that is that that shit is Trump. Yeah, the, that's the what I'm saying. All this shit. is coming about yeah. because before Christian Trump, Republicans. Everyone agreed on climate change. change. Before Trump, like it, it was a small minority who was like climate change isn't a thing, but everyone had a consensus where like there was a, a plurality of Republicans and obviously every Democrat who were like, yo, we got to do something about this. Trump came around and then everyone went to just hard goddamn right. Yeah, because as soon as he got in, it was like, yeah, uh, Trump just reversed uh, Obama era protections or Clinton era protections on this, that, and the third. It's like, yeah, he rolled those back. Uh, he, like, they, he, he even fucked up like meat regulations so like now like you got to be worried about the pork you eat if you eat pork like it's a good time to be muslim apparently i mean if you like cops you like cops what can i say (laughs) (laughs) but seriously (laughs) i'm sorry i was just gonna laugh No, but seriously, if we're going to eat cops, no. (laughs) Use butter. But um, no, I was actually talking about uh, lady cops and licking them low. (laughs) But um, I used to have a fantasy about that. Yeah. Thank you, Lil Wayne. I used to have a fantasy about that. And then like after everything that's happened cop wise, I no longer have a fantasy. Nigga, nobody plays cops and robbers anymore. It's too dangerous. 
I'll be, I'll be the I'll be robber. I'll be, I'll robber, be robber, I'll be robber sneaking into your house, and you're a cop who lives. No, why you put that gun down? Put, 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 put the billy club away. Why are you turning off your body cam? It's <laughs> a real moderate recess game. All right, I'm uh, I'm, I'm turning off my body cam now. What? What? Why? <laughs> Why? Uh, you're, why? Resist, you're resisting arrest? No, I'm not. I'm not resisting arrest. You're acting okay, threatening. Uh, I'm gonna, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. What's the safe word? Put that finger gun down. <laughs> What's the safe word? Oh, oh, God. And then all of a sudden, like 20 kids who weren't even playing just show up out of nowhere and start stomping you out. I'm a cop. I'm a cop. I'm a cop. I'm a cop. Back up. Back up. Back up. Back up. There's only one of me. Go to your kitchen and get some sugar cubes so we can sprinkle some crack on them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I start start playing gentrification at recess where all the black kids are in one place and then the white kids just slowly take over so the black kids are nowhere. Oh, no, that's that game Othello. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that is pretty much just gentrification. Where you got like all the black Dots yeah, on the you board, take over and black and white pieces. White dot in the middle, <laughs> and everything changes. Uh, the um, blackest neighborhood out here is this place called Oak Park. Okay, um, why are all the it's, black it's in Midtown? Um, <laughs> why do so many black neighborhoods have the word park in them? Because Oak we Park. like parks. We got to play basketball. Stone Lake Park. It's just we, so many parks. <laughs> yeah, they're always basketball goals. That's you all know, look, here's the difference between all of Oak Court. <laughs> all of the new neighborhoods, and this is just a side before I get back on what I was gonna say. But um all of the new neighborhoods out here all have one thing in common. Tons of parks. Hmm. And yeah. in these tons of parks, they all have a basketball hoop. Like they don't have a full court, they just have a half court basketball court. Like they think if they put a full court out there, the black folks are just gonna come find that court, that park, and turn it into Blacksburg. Well, you know why, actually, right? So, and if this is is this is very true here, and I think it also applies to California. Uh, so, building regulations require like neighborhoods and communities over a certain amount of homes. Like here, I think it's like twenty five to dedicate a specific amount of area to just open space, like where you can't build upon it. You, it's like just. Imperm- it's just basically permeable, permeable ground so that like water has a place to run off and so what they started doing is like putting like hoops uh soccer goals just stuff around and, and about it there's also like some building regulations that require them to put like at least one park into every community of like eight homes here so like those two overlap <laughs> and you get like half court basketball goals that was a deep dive into Building codes and regulations. My bad. I was going to say, you you seem to, well, you know, I know why you know so much about it. Well, I used to work in, yeah, I used to work in real estate. So that's why I know all of that. It's like, I used to to work in real estate and I, I I don't have a real estate license at the moment, but at one point I was, could have had one. I lost my sponsorship because I quit my job (laughs) and then set my car on fire. Yeah, I remember that. Well, I didn't set my car fire. My car caught fire as I was quitting my job. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, Man. But the neighborhood that was like the <clears throat> Oak Park. Yeah, sorry. Um, 
is where Sacramento High School is, um, which is now a, a charter school that's almost 95% black. Uh, Sac High's charter school is owned by Kevin Johnson. Oh, that's what's up. No, uh, no. no, they don't. They don't love him there. <laughs> no, it's they not love, what's up. They don't love him at all. Um, Didn't he used to be mayor of Sacramento. He was, and while he was mayor of Sacramento, he rezoned areas. So then he was able to buy up more of Oak Park. Oh. And so now he, all of the new stuff, all of the mid-range new buildings that were built up in Oak Park are owned by Kevin Johnson. <coughs> That's why they don't love him. Okay. And, and, and um, acres of land when it was low cost was bought up by Kevin Johnson. So now Kevin Johnson owns like 60% of Oak Park. And now oh, all of a sudden... Kevin Johnson is starting to bring in the white folks. Yeah. He's upping the prices of all of the rent. So then the people who live there get priced out or bought out because he'll, he'll buy their homes if they actually live there. Mm-hmm. Oak Park is right down the street from a um, pretty big uh, hospital, a university hospital, uh, UC Davis. Mm-hmm. Um, it is midtown, so it's from there. It's pretty easy to get. It's, it's downtown adjacent. Like it's right outside of downtown. Yeah. Um, it's near all the freeways and Kevin Johnson owns all of it. Also, Kevin Johnson's a kid toucher. He used to come up to Sack High and. How did he become mayor? Talk. Cause he's Kevin Johnson. Oh Yeah. Yeah, because like, even my this initial before reaction, they knew he was a kid toucher. Even my initial reaction to him was like, "Oh, cool, that's a person I know." Yeah, didn't know he was Kevin a Johnson's dick. a kid toucher. He he was a kid toucher in, in Phoenix. Um, he's a kid toucher in Sacramento. You mean like a pedophile? Or yes, just, very much. Okay, so. like there was a young lady a in Phoenix way to put that. who came out. Well, yeah, he's a he's a he's pedophile. a fucking nasty bastard. Uh, yeah, a pedophile. Yeah, there um, we go. And a woman in Phoenix came out at the age of like 35 to talk with Sacramento News and Review about what Kevin Johnson had done to her when she was like 14 and 15 and how he paid off her mom like the whole nine yards. He's, he's, uh, he would come into Sac High and talk to the seniors, but mostly talk to the juniors, and they were mostly the girls. Um, but Oak Park, which was once almost completely black and 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 some hispanic is now getting not even a trickle of white it is a steady stream of white people uh hipsterfying oak park and it it's 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 heartbreaking to see it because all of a sudden the growth that wouldn't come when oak park was oak park was is now coming rapidly now the white folks are there so now there's new stores and there's new restaurants and there's coffee shops and there's jump bikes and there's just opportunity there's loft apartments and there's beautiful things that are being built right next to where one of my cousins got shot and killed when i was a drive-by back in the day you know before oak park 
and Kevin Johnson decided to change it all up. And it, it while I'm on the one hand, I'm like, <clears throat> I can still go eat at these places. And we went to one of the places and it was really good on the, I'm, I'm like, yo, it shouldn't come at the expense of the folks who lived there. Yeah. Like they shouldn't withhold goods from us because we're black. But then I wouldn't listen to 1619. I listened to that in like one day. The podcast from the New York Times about slavery and how it's still and how it's affecting us today. Holy shit, Kevin Johnson is a piece of shit. Oh, you never knew that. I'm looking this up now. It's like, holy fuck. Just his controversy page on Wikipedia is insane. I knew a little bit of it, but I knew that they didn't love him. I knew that the, the people of Sacramento do not love him. The St. Hope Academy's misuse of AmeriCorps funds, the high school investigation. Yeah, he uh, he married school, he married the two hundred and thirty thousand dollars that he paid to a girl's family. He married the Michelle Ray was like the United States secretary of education or something like that like she was a real big name and he married her and then all of a sudden uh saint hope which is sack high and ps7 and all those schools all of a sudden starts getting money just given to them but sack high still looks like shit and no money's going towards the school but all of a sudden oak park is getting more and more things built, but none of it's going to actual yeah. sack high. Yeah, this, 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 this that, there's something that happened in the Newport News too. Somebody put out a video. Um, there was a part of like the the hood hood in Newport News that had somebody got into some money and they start revitalizing the area and putting stuff up and they even put a grocery store but the grocery store didn't last very long and all of this other stuff so somebody put some money into this area and uh, apparently there was this building and there I mean it's a big building there is no signage no nothing on it like it's just a building that just is just downtown Newport News. No one knows. Um, apparently, somebody did a video about a month or so ago where that building is a whole ass community center and it has like recording studios and all kinds of shit inside of it. And nobody fucking knows. Nobody knew. And like, you know, like nobody, nobody from the hood approached this building. I mean, it's a brand new building and there's no signage. There's no nothing. Like none of them even thought that it was a place they should even go to. And they just, they just put a big ass fucking community center there and didn't put any signs and didn't tell anybody anything. And And a lot of the people that were going back and forth were not the people of that area. It was just people. No one knows where the fuck this shit came from. No one even knew it was there. It was just, there's a building here. Yeah. That's just, it's just kind of some fucked up shit. Oh yeah, no. Um, Honestly, and I think Jay would be able to say this best or, or be able to attest to this best. A lot of going on when it comes to zoning, coding, buildings, real estate is really shady. 
Um, I feel like it can be, and it has been more in the past, but like recently, especially recently, it's gotten like, it gets more attention, I guess. So like it used to be like, you could get away with a whole bunch of shit. Like if you just knew the right people, you still can, honestly. Like if you know the right people and I, okay. If you know the right people and you know, for instance, that the deal that you have is going to bring, uh, it's something where it's, you know, north of 100 million plus that's going to bring a certain amount of money into the the city because they get a certain cut uh, of that in taxes and if you know that and you have that kind of swinging dick in the room if you'll forgive the metaphor like you can pretty much get away with anything and you can get things expedited you can find out who the right person to call is and to go and talk to them because of the amount of money behind that deal and things that like, you know, let's say that you were an average citizen trying to develop a four uh, apartment home complex as a multi-home complex. It would take you years to get that shit pushed through. Even if like it was you and four other people who put the capital up to do it, it would take you years to get that shit pushed through. But then flip that to like, you know, a major corporation who has the capital to, to run a hundred homes and they push that shit through in like six months. And it's because the city knows how much money that is. And that's really what it boils down to. So like if you and four other people are like, you know what we're going to do is combine our funds make some multi-home housing. Let's you know, do this and we, we can live in it ourselves until we get to a point where we can buy more property. Then we can use this property to continue to rent it out, you know, build wealth. There's so many, there's so much red tape. And that's actually, I know this because it's actually, they try to do this in Seattle. Like eight families got together, pulled their money, got enough money together to try to develop. And they ran into so much red tape that they couldn't do it on the funds they had just simply because like the city stalled them all out. Because they didn't want to, I can't say they didn't want to use the land, but the city stalled them out. And I, I've seen. It's just fucked up. Yeah. And you think about it, that that's something that like, if you're, even if it's just eight families of color, right? Let's go eight black families because it illustrates the point a little bit better. That have enough land <clears throat> for like one house, but could actually build like, you know, eight um condominiums or or apartments on that land or like a multifamily situation that would still be an investment for them all that they could work on that would be an ability for them to pull all the wealth together at least the small amount of money they have together to try to like invest in something for the future that'd be kind of perfect for them and then it's it's also like a nice short-term solution where they're not they're no longer paying for you know one person or a landlord you know who owns a bunch of shit they're just taking care of their one thing themselves that would be great. And you would think that that would be encouraged in most cities, but in most places, it's almost impossible to do that. And what does that tell you if you're a black family or if you're a community and you're just trying to figure out how as a community you can stay together? If that was your your goal to try to do that, instead of having to pay a landlord. And it should be the same level of access, no matter who's trying to get it. But 
and then the the not. people who the people who look uh, you know who look who look down on those types of people saying that they don't work together for any sort of advancement blah 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 whatever you know conservatives um they you know they're the ones that that are that are blocking this shit from happening like you're saying they don't do anything to get better and when they try to get better they just get stalled out and it costs so much money to do what they're saying well you should do this well i can't do this because you're in my way bitch well that's the entire point capitalism is racism inherently it's it's built upon a system where a large majority of people have almost four to five hundred years of of advance notice and the rest of us have nothing and of course they're constantly working to oppress those who have nothing that coincidentally happen to be mostly black and brown shit is inherently racist because of what it is that's depressing yarp Yeah. You know, I guess I'm happy to talk about. How also, when you said eight black I, families, for some reason, I immediately heard that in the tone of 12 Days of Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> eight black families, seven cops are calling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Six body cams malfunctioning. Five golden shots. Four cops in the hospital, three injured, two dead, and one happy group of black people. That's how I want that to end. Yeah, that wasn't the way it was going at all. <laughs> I know, but I wanted, that's how I wanted that to end. Four all the cops got shot. Whites. <laughs> I want that to end with the black family surviving. I would, I honestly kind of want. calling whites three lawsuits. <laughs> I just realized I should write that. I guess Queen. I guess Queen and Slim was that. Queen. But, is, oh my God. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. Oh but my god! Don't want to talk about it. But I was gonna say it would be dope if someone wrote a story of like a family of black people surviving the police. But then I was like, I guess that's technically what Queen and Slim was. I would love to see a family of black people though. like, 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 like. Are we there yet? Three, and it's just Ice Cube trying to survive the cops trying to kill him. I don't know why I would enjoy watching that. I'm still thinking about Queen and Slim. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about happy shit. I didn't want to. I didn't want to see it, so I'm good. I've been to the movies in quite some time. Really? Yeah. I think. I think the last movie I saw was Avengers. Oh, nice. Dang. Yeah, you haven't been in a long time. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't enjoy going to the movies. Which is a shame because that means that you missed the glory that is. Spies in disguise. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what that is. The new Will Smith no. cartoon. Oh, where the, he turns this, to a this, pigeon. This it was pretty dope. Okay. Really? Mm-hmm. It looked kind of dumb. It was. It was pretty dope, actually. It was funny. Cold blooded scar. Right. Um, it looked no, dumb just, to me. It just. Okay. It just like, <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that shit looks stupid. He turned into a fucking pigeon. Like, come on. Knock a toy out so hey, grow the fuck up. <laughs> and, and, and look, he turned, it, he turned cars. 
they turn them into a pigeon, basically leading some sort of credence to people who say that pigeons don't exist. How does that lend, lend credence to them? If they turn them into a pigeon, then by default, wouldn't pigeons exist? Because the people will say that pigeons are created. They don't exist naturally. Okay, well... There's, there's a whole dumb. section of people that say that pigeons are just, like, government spies. Um, like And, like, pigeons don't exist. Like, have you ever seen a baby pigeon and stuff like that? There's <sighs> okay, people- okay, 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 okay. There's a lot of people who also feel that, like, white people are superior. But that doesn't mean that those people are correct. Like, don't even... Why are you even, like, listening or learning about those people's opinions? Yeah, that's... Because I think it's funny. That's just so that's much. That's not funny. That's just extra as shit. That is like, so much. That, oh, it's, oh. It's, it's just like the people who are like, well, let me explain to you why the world's flat. I'm good. Exactly. I'm good. I don't, I don't even understand math well enough to explain to you why you're wrong. Yeah, you, <laughs> but here's I know the, you're wrong. Here's the biggest thing about the, the people who think that the world is flat. Like, from what we can see, like, you can get a telescope and you can look. All of the other things in the solar system are spherical. Except okay. us. Except but, us. Like, no, we're but, the only thing that's but, not spherical. How is that possible that we would be the only thing that we could, we would be the only thing uh-huh. that's not spherical? That also, you can, you, can build a, uh, you can build a tower at one part of the Earth, uh, the same one height, and then the po- build a tower at another part of the Earth that's the same height, and the shadows would be different lengths because the Earth is a fucking sphere. That's was proven like in 300 by a philosopher whose name starts with an A. Fuck. I blanked out. <laughs> Halfway into that thought, I blanked out. I'm so sorry. So, uh, But yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, fuck those people forever. Fuck Don Imus. Um, how was you guys' Christmas? So here's, before we get into that, here's okay. my new thing. Not new. Just something that I've realized I really fucking like to do. All of those memes and, and things that we went through when the internet was first getting started, like the um which one of these uh can you find the differences in these pictures and you stare at the screen for a long time and then that demon bursts out and screams at the screen and scares the shit out of you videos mm-hmm. from like 2009 <coughs> 2010 yeah i did i did one yeah. of those it was a, it was a colorblind test and that shit scared the shit out of me the first time yeah so devin wasn't really around he was around but he was only like three when those videos came out so i'm able to now show those things to him bruh yeah so like you you just been a jerk to your son no no because then he goes (laughs) and he shows it to his friends and scares the mess out of them and it's a gift that keeps giving all over again i i guess i never liked any of those like even it wasn't necessarily scary to me as much as it was just like okay so something's on the screen i guess i don't get scared of stuff on the screen it was always more just kind of annoying because i never found the thing that was different between the two pictures and now i realized oh it's just the same picture that's just annoying yeah so i guess without the scare it really is just like you're a dick these two pictures are the same yeah, but it's a real different scare? read. I'm sorry. Yeah, there's no scare for me, I guess. Yeah, it's great. Okay, sorry. Go ahead with whatever it was you were going to... Oh, Christmas. We didn't do anything, literally. We didn't even buy gifts. Oh, yeah, you told me you were doing that. Mm-hmm. 
So we did like uh, under a hundred dollars. Um, so I actually bought two gifts for my wife that were not like each gift, but like just the total had to be under. And so like most of the gifts that we got were like really practical things that we both needed, which was nice. Uh, and I cooked, which was cool. Uh, made a pork loin, or I guess a pork roast, uh, Cuban style, which pork out, loin. Yep, turned out pretty good. Had Brussels sprouts with it and some potatoes, a pecan pie. That was pretty solid. Yeah, just you're a pecan kinda... person. I love pecans. You mean like pecan versus pecan? Pecans. It's fucking pecans. I prefer pecans. Yeah, yeah. I, I never liked pecan. Like, I don't like the. So, I think part of that is also like, uh, remember, I, I grew up in Alabama, but I don't like the accent. <laughs> and so, like, I think a lot of my personal choices when it comes to uh, pronunciations, I take the enunciations. The, but please go ahead. I know it's not. I just wanted to be that dude. Oh, but see, like, no, it's, it's pronunciation anyway. But I think that the difference is uh, I tend to take the non-Southern. Uh, pronunciation on purpose. That's why I think I say daughter instead of like daughter. But you say arms and not arms. So what the fuck? I say arms. Fuck you, Chase. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you just said the same word. You, you say tomato, not tomato. Like, <laughs> <fuck> <laughs> so I don't think you know how this all works. <laughs> a former Wisconsin sheriff's deputy allegedly broke into the houses of grieving families. Oh, Online fuck, obituaries to find out when they will be at funerals. <laughs> I saw this. This is that's fucked up. This is so fucked up. I mean, it's, it's a criminal mastermind move, but it's really fucked up. <laughs> so, of course, she's a cop. Janelle Garrick was charged with a single count of burglary uh, when a family came home from a relative's visitation and services to find her in their kitchen. <laughs> Wait, what? What was she still in the kitchen? When, she, when confronted, she allegedly told the family she had been hired through Facebook to come and clean. <laughs> That's a they great asked her to leave, and she did. Oh. The criminal complaint lists at least a half dozen other incidents in 2018 and 19 where she either tried to sneak in the home or successfully broke in. Several of the alleged incidents occurred at houses of people listed as relatives and online obituaries. Oh. <laughs> Please don't put me as a loving son or <laughs> Her loving son at 2213 South Tree Lane. Do you know how fucked up that is? We'll Grandma, definitely be at the wake. Grandma, <laughs> from was such six. A, Grandma was such a wonderful person. They did her such service. They did her such good. They did such good work at that funeral. Oh my God, I'm still crying. I'm so heartbroken over her. What the fuck? <laughs> I know you're like, all ah, ah, oh, my shit is gone. What? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, you stole my couch. Why would you do this? <laughs> Grandma said you can't take it with you, right? Yes, son, she did. Then why'd she take all her stuff to heaven? Oh. What the fuck? 
I just thought about the saddest part about that it was not as funny. It's like, oh, well, at least we still have her mementos to remember by, yeah, it's like her antique hand ring, rings and necklaces. And they just walk in, all that shit's gone. Right. Ugh, fuck this person. This person was a cop as well? <laughs> a cop. Like, what? <laughs> so, like, in one instance in February 2018, a victim's doorbell camera caught her going into and leaving the home while the owner was at a funeral. When the owner came cameras. back, a checkbook was missing. Garricky had apparently left a note that claimed she had been by the house to pick up items she bought via Facebook Marketplace. Facebook better stand up for themselves. Mm-mm. She is blaming everything on Facebook. Right? It's pretty in at least two other instances, she was spotted prowling near houses and claimed she was there to pick up items she purchased through Facebook. (laughs) She's got on Facebook. Facebook sent me. It's not. I I would never rob you, but Facebook was like, "Yo, Facebook was like, they ain't home, nigga. Go clean up the house. Died. They're not going to be home from two to four. You should. You should go see what they got. Go clean the house. Out." Oh Scar, God. you're surprisingly silent about this whole thing. No, I've I see, I seen it before, and I was just kind of like, that's kind of fucked up, but kind of smart. So, <laughs> Right. Like, it's part of me, like, admires the, the ingenuity, but the other part of me is like, no, but it's criminal ingenuity. But nobody yes. doubts Facebook either. That's the other thing. Like, the I family do. fucking told her to go home, and she left. I, I feel like you don't want to... Like, if nothing's stolen... And then, like, you didn't force entry. Like, if it's, like, if I come, I guess, like, if, like, it depends no. on how you got into my house, right? Like, if I, if I get in and you're just like, oh, I'm in and I don't see where, like, you forced your entry into my house, then I, I'm not as upset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I come in and my window's broken and you're like, oh, no, I, I'm here to clean, I'm, I'm upset and I'm kicking you out. <laughs> what are you here to clean? Mostly that glass over there. <laughs> right. I'm pissed about that. All right. And my fingerprints. <laughs> like, now I'm, I'm calling the cops. You clearly came in here <laughs> to, like, rob me. But if I, I came to rob you, what if I brought been? donuts? <clears throat> right. You don't know how charming she might have been. <sighs> yeah, and she's a white lady. You know, Her when you used to play colder and, like, your persuade would be mad high, you could pretty much just persuade anyone to do anything. Her persuade is mad high. Mm-hmm. I, I say that because I started playing coder on my phone and it is way harder than I remember. Oh my God. Very unforgiving game. I don't well, remember how to... You got to think, it, it's still back when that game, even though it keeps being re-released over and over again, it still came out back when Bioware was not giving a fuck about how easily you were able to make it through a game. Well, I made the. It's my fault, honestly. I went with a smuggler instead of a soldier. Yeah, no. And the smuggler has like no fighting ability, and I do it because like I prefer once I get to the uh, stage of the changeover where you become a Jedi. Smugglers have like the highest wisdom and intelligence, and like persuasion. So like I can just force persuade everyone. And I never really have to fight anybody. That's why I personally do it. It's like, haha. Force persuade. You don't want to fight me. I don't want to fight you. And then I just go on about my day. Uh, um, yeah. I just, I just, I don't know because this, this is today Sunday. Sunday. Um, first of all, um, Sunday. fellas, welcome back to the Dream Team. Yeah. 
there, 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 Um, so listen, listen, listen to, 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 to my, my, my audio break, break. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yours was. Um, that was Jay. yours. <laughs> that no, was mine yours. was. You had the uh, echo one for a oh, while. Oh yeah, no, no, no. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> hey y'all, this is Rashani, Shani, 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 Shani. Yeah. But anyway, I'm sorry. Um, you know what? You know what? Fuck it. You know what? What do I Fellas, do? Fellas, welcome back to the Dream Team. I'm Scarfing. I'm Scarfing. And this is Scarf's Beast Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here.
Shit. I got the number one record, they acknowledge the jit. They going crazy when they play a head bobbing and shit. And I'm just someone fucked up thinking about my father and shit. They found him dead a couple days before I started to the same day. I flew back to the city from Miami. I was out there with the fam just looking at my door. Thinking to myself like, damn, my baby looks just like my dad. Same time I got the news, my shit went number one, that's fucked up. That shit that was confusing a little bit. You know I flew in with the stick. Okay, like, let me know what's up before I lose it in this bitch. And everybody trying to talk. I ain't trying to talk, I'm trying to click. I'm trying to send somebody with Somebody let me know what's happening. I last them KR. Kirk, you know how I rock behind my dad. You know I never gave a fuck about the words. It's about my fans. How the fuck I make it to the top? The same day I lost the nigga that had. I nigga perform on BET and a year ago couldn't afford a sound. I had to move in with TG when I went broke, moving out the cash. You know about smiling every day for all your fans, act like you have. I spent a hundred thousand laying my daddy to rest, but I ain't brag. I got some questions, I'ma die about respect if I don't get answered. My mama stood up in the chest, took it like a G when she had cancer. My brother be thinking that we don't love him and let him struggle like we ain't fans. Like I won't give up, all I got to see you happy, nigga. We shot the world, everybody know what's happening, nigga. I'm still a John John, my song it just went platinum. Nigga. We on our own time, let's go move out to Cali, nigga. Put the kids in homeschool, let's go get us a mansion, nigga. Let's raise our kids right, let's watch the shit we teach them, nigga. Let's start a business for you so they can't say that you leeching, nigga. Hiding on the chosen one, cause sometimes when I be speaking, nigga. Like on this song, I ain't rapping, I'm preaching, If nigga. I love you, then I need let's ya. Let's go. I fuck with you like Martin, fuck with Gina. Yeah. We family like we Venus and Serena. Hey. Let's go get married like we think I didn't Kanisha. Okay. Don't give a fuck about the words about my people. Bad. I don't care what the fuck they told you, we ain't equal. Uh-uh. Niggas ain't cut from the same club, these niggas see. Hey. And I be too busy doing me to see what he do, nigga. Yeah, first two, that little nigga from the other side. Uh-huh. And I do it myself. Whenever I ride, you know that my brothers ride. Okay. And I still got a lot of shit on my mind that I can't undecide. Yeah, yeah. Got me ready to slide, feeling like Doughboy when his brother Boys died. in the hood, you know how I step, you know how I rep, you know about baby, you know nigga. About baby. You know how I'm coming back for that cross if you ever play me, nigga. Yeah, you know how I got it about the mud and turned to the gravy, nigga. Huh? It hit the rap game like crack cocaine in the 80s, nigga. Huh. Fuck you niggas talking about, bro. Like, oh, oh, oh my God. Look, Niggas ain't cut from the same club, these niggas see through. And I be too busy doing me to see what he do, nigga. You're listening to the Dream Team. The Dream Team. Are we for real doing that? Yeah, I'm really gonna yeah. put music on. Yeah. So anyways, anyhow. Um. So it's Hooray. Sunday. It's Sunday. It's Sunday. 
December 29th, and I'm feeling pretty guilty about what I'm about to read as a Christian, but at the same time, son of a fuck. A Christian megachurch in California is soliciting prayers and $100,000 in donations on behalf of two of its members who are holding out hope that Jesus will resurrect their recently deceased toddler. Oh. They said that their daughter passed away at the age of two, and uh, the mom is a well-known singer at the megachurch, and she shared the news of a family tragedy with her 262,000 followers on Instagram on Sunday. Quote, we're asking for a prayer. We believe in a Jesus who died and conclusively defeated every grave, holding the keys of resurrection power, she wrote in the post. We need it for our daughter, who stopped breathing yesterday and has been pronounced dead by doctors. The post goes on to ask for bold, unified prayers from the global church to stand with us and believe that, she will, that he will raise this little girl back to life. Her time here is not done, and it is our time to believe boldly and with confidence willed what Jesus what King Jesus paid for. I just, um, but what was the, okay. So here's where I, I'm confused. What does a hundred thousand dollar donations do? Is it like, if we get a hundred thousand dollars in donations, our daughter comes back to life? Question mark. I don't, Is she a zombie if she comes back? That's, and here's where I'm thinking. Like, here's you get your daughter back, but now she wants brains. Like, is that what you want? Here's, I guess here's you have $100,000, so you could always get brains? Well, I mean, the governor's daughter, he kept her alive by giving her other people's brains, I guess. But here's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you believe in God, <laughs> and you believe in him so fervently that <laughs> you... Um, sing his praises you know you you go to church you sing his praises you believe in him you follow his his ethics you read the bible the whole nine yards you have all of these beautiful things going on you sing at the church you praise the church you work at the church you do everything for the church and then your daughter dies at the age of two and honestly any parent if their child dies first of all you lose a bit of yourself but if your child dies at the age of 2 you kind of lose it and that's when you start thinking my god is going to bring my child back from the grave knowing that he's never done it for any other kid that you've ever known i think that they're just like really this goal that they have of jesus resurrecting their child yes. is their last vestige is their last grasp into being a Christian because right now they are probably mad as hell at God for taking their child from them. I feel like that's kind of the uh, the quote unquote catch 22 uh, if you will of like the belief that when someone dies they are taken away to heaven especially when children die because then it's like well then why did God take a a two-year-old mm -hmm. and i feel like in those cases uh even if they do get because you know who's not going to pray for a two-year-old child right mm -hmm. who who won't like who doesn't have five minutes to be like yo let me just pray for this two-year-old and let's say that every human on earth does pray for a two-year-old child but we all pray to have this two-year-old back and when the child doesn't come back it really is just a weird way like in the the thing that you get met with i guess in that case is that's just god's plan and that feels like super fucked up mm -hmm. so 
I don't know. I don't know if you blame the belief or if you blame the system or if you blame death. I don't know. It's just. I mean, my mindset is this. God is standing up there like, nah, niggas, I brought my son back. Okay? Not y'all's kids, my kid. I'm not saying that y'all aren't as important as my son, but do you know his name? It's Jesus. Ryan isn't Jesus. Okay? Plus, he's my son. Do you know what would have happened if I hadn't brought my son back to life? First of all, that's me on the couch. (laughs) why does why does god sound like jay-z like he's like i brought my son back nigga no one else hove technically it fits the trinity i know i know i'm aware (laughs) the trinity niggas um it's just it's a it's a the only person i'm bringing back to life is mem fleek I'm just I'm bringing back men fleek and some hot rhymes for the winner. <laughs> like God is like the only person I'm bringing back. The only 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 child I brought back is my own. I kind of that's it. I put it in glass. It's retired now. And, and truthfully, unfairly, because like, okay, so Jesus had an existence before as a spiritual being. Uh, there's no proof that we as humans have had an existence before as spiritual beings. Jesus came down as a human, uh, stopped being a spiritual being, got killed as a human, and then got brought back as a spiritual being. So it's like, did he, did he really, like the, the human part of him died. All right, fine. But did he really die? Because if, if we're human and we all have spiritual, like a soul inside of us that doesn't die, that starts when we're human, he should have done that. So when he died, it wasn't like he really died. The, whole the church set up a GoFundMe page to raise $100,000, <laughs> even though it didn't say what the $100,000 was going towards. And what? as of this time, they raised $71,000. Oh, shit. Um, that's what's up. No, I will say now this. Now, they did, they did that's, mention that's that them. they want that they're trying to resurrect the baby. <laughs> we don't want the parents to have to have any concerns about finance through the situation. Listen, there's nothing i don't feel bad about that at all like them getting seventy one thousand dollars to like not have to oh like, no think so about they it. could mourn their child i yeah. absolutely agree but i'm not against that but I mean, that's a fuck ton of money for grief no not to resurrect the baby i feel like that i feel like so that money is going to be for that that month they take off work i really hope that they bury that child I, I hope they don't do some fuck shit you think they're gonna like? Because like honestly, if like if once you bury them, it's because you put like a concrete block on top of them motherfuckers when you bury them. I feel like that's and then like six feet I, of I, dirt. I don't. I don't think that they, they did anything of the sort. Unless they're in Louisiana. It's, I think they're trying to stay on ice. <laughs> hey y'all, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go any further, let me let me sprinkle this shade on this real quick. <clears throat> Bethel Church, which is the name of the church. Mm-hmm told KRCR that the page was set up to cover unknown expenses for the family during this time, as well as future expenses for their child, who is still deceased. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, okay. They could mean funeral services. So that's not... I just like the part where they said, who is is still still deceased. Today. That's some fucked up shade, though. That's just like, yeah, they, their kid's still dead. So, you know, <laughs> they're, they're praying. That's, they probably should have tried medicine when she was alive. 
Oh, that's cold. Oh, this whole the story church makes me sad. And the family had drawn sharp criticism from some individuals who have accused them of trying to make money off the tragedy. Some have also chastised the church for encouraging an impossible goal okay. rather than accusation. helping them deal that's with their unfortunate fact. reality. It's not an accusation. That's just a fact. They did make money off. Like, okay. This is either is it, is it a bad or a giant scam in the making. But I'm saying, like, okay. Them getting 71000 as a gift to, like, mourn their child for as long as they need to, to take care of funeral services and still, like, not have to work. That's great. I'm the not mom has been posting daily messages on Instagram saying that each day is, quote, a good day for a resurrection. <laughs> this part of it, though, I have a real issue with. It's... <laughs> and you are super happy about the fact that they're fucking going through a psychotic break like there's two people who are literally going through like a psychotic break and you're just like Like, that's cold as shit bro (laughs) they're literally losing their goddamn minds you're you're witnessing two people who have lost their shit and then one person wrote, is she currently on life support? I'm just curious on how that works logistically. <laughs> She's been pronounced dead. So wait. Yeah. She's not is on she life on... support. No. So like, is she just like... She's she's dead. She's in the cave somewhere with a stone rolled in front of it. That's mommy. Get the fuck out. <laughs> that is not cool. <laughs> like, you were just determined to take shots at this... T- Okay. Because when my when my beloved two year old niece died, when Mm -hmm. Harmony passed away, when my cousins died, when they got shot, when when anybody we knew died, they did not come. We had to no, we had to do fucking car washes. Oh yeah. And sell food just to get enough money to get them a casket. Yeah. And you're getting a hundred thousand dollars so your child can be resurrected. Oof. And, and by the way, and 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 it's it's because you got all these followers, and you go to a mega church, and the mega church supported you like this. But the mega church has had tons of other people who have had miscarriages, who have lost children, who have known real loss, and they don't do shit for them. But because this person's a singer for them and has 215,000 followers, all of a sudden it's, we're going to do everything we can for this person. Fuck this church. That's yeah. why I'm laughing. Yeah. Because my niece didn't get nothing but a car show. Yeah. Fuck that church. Baby ain't coming back. Truth. Even if they do get a they gotta they gotta start the counseling. You gotta let go. She's not gonna let go. She's a grieving mother, and y'all are taking advantage of her because the church gets a part of that money. Yeah, they do. Wait, are they taking the normal tenth? I su- I suppose most likely whatever they get, you know, uh, y'all gonna tie it out to us, right? So they're gonna take ten thousand, ten thousand dollars, tax free, tax free. Fuck that church. Fuck that church. Are we making a song? (laughs) (laughs) Hold on, hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Come on, nigga, push that shit out. Fuck that church. Fuck that church. 
Here, whoop that trick. No, 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 no. Go, go, go back. What? Whoop that trick. That's it. Like, like what? Like, a, like, like, like a chant, man. Whoop that trick. Whoop that trick. Get him. 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 Whoop that trick. Oh shit. Get him. Whoop that trick. 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 Boom boom. Oh shit. Find it, man. Find it. Speed it up, speed it up. There you go. Uh-huh, I like that clap. I'm saying, I'm saying, real talk, <laughs> real talk, real talk. One of our closest loved ones, yeah, on this show, true, didn't get no help, zero. Uh, fuck that church. No, I think the worst part about it, like, like I said, I, I'm not against any family getting money, especially if they've lost a, a toddler, like. I get that. I'm not against that. I don't know how what their expenses are like. I don't know what their life is like. They they may legitimately need uh, you know, ninety thousand or so just to fucking, you know, survive across the course of a two or three months. I don't know what they're doing with their life. But the church amplifying it because of the opportunity is pretty fucked up. Extremely. The baby was adorable. May she rest I, in peace. I do when they let her. Babies. Yeah, I think when, we all can agree that adorable babies are adorable. Meh. Yeah, I've seen some ugly kids though. Yeah, but I mean they're not adorable. That's that's, that's why. It. That's the thing about babies. You can't say it. You're not supposed to say it. Oh yes, you can. You can call babies ugly. People, no. we do it all the time. We just it's low key, like. Like, okay, when you go to the store and you look at, like, diaper boxes and, like, Gerber, there's, like, maybe six babies on all of those. And that's because all babies aren't cute. If all babies were cute, there'd just be, like, thousands of just different pictures of just everyone's baby on all that shit. But everyone's baby's not cute. Only five or six of them are. Now, I'm going to tell you, I got a, I got a homegirl. Oh, we're you know we were cool. You know back what? In the day. I don't believe you. I don't believe friends. you. Do. You have and we're no friends. friends. And we don't were, believe you. We were friends back in the day. We're, we're Facebook friends now. When her son was born, I just kept thinking, "Bruh, he looks like a little monster." It's now, monster. since now since he is about to be he's about to be like eight or nine years old, he's growing to, he's growing to his face a little bit, and you know me, he I right now. But like as a baby, he that was a hideous looking baby. And, and every time I said anything of the sort, it just like leave that little boy alone. He is cute. He's a cute little baby. No, he's not. And it's just like, and no one well, would allow me to just okay. just. Here's the thing, though. 
like th- that baby that was a hideous little baby. I'm Here's sorry. the thing though. I feel like babies are really annoying and uh super handful. I feel like if we're all like and they're ugly, no one would ever take care of any of them. So Well, I just gotta tell you, Jay, all babies when they first come out are ugly. Yeah, especially yeah. if they have to use that hose thing to get them out, because then they got that hook head. Yeah. <laughs> like a cone. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hideous and, and they're it's it's they're it takes like maybe a good three weeks before your baby stops looking like a fleegy. <laughs> but then like you had to do you had to like i'm i'm southern so like you had to do the 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 baby equivalent to the southern bless your heart um you just say that they look like they've been here before like oh you, nigga <laughs> i feel like they get you shot in the streets you can't like, you can't oh this baby lucky has been here before nigga i will i will shoot you right here how dare you Say my baby look like that's the that's the one of the cast members of the Golden Girls. I will fight with you. That is the baby equivalent of bless your heart. I will fight you. I will fight you if you say my baby looks like Greg Oden in the face. I will. (laughs) (laughs) What you mean, my baby look like Florida Evans? He going to be good at basketball, bitch. I will. <laughs> like, I will fight you. This How little boy. baby dick is. This, this little boy looked like. Um, <laughs> what? Wait, time. What? You don't remember that? Greg no. Oden getting hit with the. Uh, he got hit up with taking naked pictures of himself. And apparently he had a really big dick. Oh, Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, like he should. He sending, He's like, he was sending a naked tall. He was sending I'll... dick pics to somebody and they put it on Twitter. Okay. You know what? I have no idea about that. And I. Greg Oden has a big dick. Like, I just mean, he's seven feet like, tall. Why would he not? Well, except, except, for, except for Superhead said that Shaq is not impressive at all. Is Greg Oden alive? Yeah. Okay. He's still yeah. alive, right? Yeah. Greg Oden's still here. Might have horribly he died. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't. Going, going nowhere. nowhere. Um, hey, he's only thirty-one years old. Yeah, he just looks like he's sixty-seven. <laughs> he looks like, he looks like Delroy Lindo, like him and him and uh, LeBron. They both. <laughs> he looks like he stood shoulder to shoulder with Martin Luther King. Just <laughs> <laughs> him and Florida Evans just raised a child together. <laughs> 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 like he, he at least had a couple shirts dry cleaned at the Jeffersons dry cleaners. <laughs> I could do a couple more cultural references, but I'm good. <laughs> he looked look like he went to see Harry and then let that one tear go. <laughs> uh, he, that's because those memories are near and dear to his heart at the time that Harry Tubman freed him from slavery. He just, he just walked <laughs> to the screen and just put one hand on the screen. <laughs> He's like, that was me. She freed me. You know what's crazy about it? I'm 250 years old. What? <laughs> He's pretty spry for 250. I'm sorry. What? Wait, what's crazy about it? I don't know. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, y'all. <laughs> What's crazy about it is that Greg Oden hasn't played basketball in like forever, and yet he will never not be richer than all three of us put together. Yeah, yeah. Chew on that, yeah. niggas. We broke as shit because he got he, he got the 
He got to get that money guaranteed. He got that money guaranteed where he gets like all 192 million of it. And ain't a goddamn thing anybody can do about it. Like there's contracts like that just make me giggle. Him and Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. Jamarcus Russell makes me laugh out loud because he got so big after he signed that contract. Yeah, he Eddie Lacy. He was Eddie Lacy before Eddie Lacy. And he was like, ain't a goddamn thing. Y'all want your money back? Psych. Contract. <laughs> Three, two, one, contract. It's like guaranteed money. That was your mistake. You should have put some incentives in this motherfucker, nigga. I'm going to buy this store, shut it down, and well, eat well, both it. Of them, both of them were rookie contracts, so it, it didn't mm-hmm. matter. It was at the Cheesecake Factory just <laughs> every game. He was like, yo, I'm celebrating with Cheesecake. No, cheesecake like, Factory is the meme from uh, Blackish with Diane just leaning back with her hand over her chest. <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> and be like little kids when they when they when they hungry and they finally get to eat and they just start moving around and kind of humming and shit. Tester <laughs> <laughs> Marcus Russell at Cheesecake Factory. Oh shit, yeah. Jamarcus Russell's walking to the Cheesecake Factory. You already know what I want. Four of everything on every page. Oh my god! And six of the egg rolls. Chop chop. (laughs) We're eighty six. Everything. Real talk. You go to the Cheesecake Factory and like a whole bunch of that shit is out. That is the most annoying motherfucking shit of all time. Because the 86 page menu. <laughs> it's the menu so long. They're like, okay, so here's what we don't have. We don't have the fried mushrooms. We don't have the stir fried. We don't. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's a long ass list every time. I've never been. Really? You've never been to the Cheesecake Factory? I went <laughs> once. First of all, their shit is hella death defying. Like if you eat there and you don't die, it's a miracle. The cheesecake is not that good. I was thought off. The with food that. is like four thousand calories. Yeah, that's because like everything starts with just butter. It's they're just butter like, and milk together. Yeah. <laughs> it's that's like oh, you want to eat food here? Butter, 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 butter. <laughs> you know what? I, I I don't know why I'm laughing over this, but when you say you want this. I immediately think of Big Mike from the wood when he was learning how to dance. Oh, you want this, girl? <laughs> you want this? Yeah, and it's just that's them, just with butter and cheese. <laughs> that is them. <laughs> oh, you want this? You want this butter and cheese? And oh, then they you, just shove oh, it down you your throat. Want this? You want this chicken Alfredo pasta with cheese stacked on top of a grilled cheese sandwich? And they haven't met a dish that they can't add something fried to. That's exactly. Catch like they will give you Alfredo, but it's like with fried, fried chicken, chicken Alfredo. It's like why is this fried? Like you could have just gave me grill. No, no, no. We fried it. We fried the noodles. We fried the cheese sauce. All of it's fried all up into this one big nugget, which then we dipped and then we fried again, covered in chocolate, put inside of a cheesecake. There you go, nigga, your whole meal. <laughs> it's like, what? Shout out to the homie. His birthday was the other day. Yes, it was. Rest in peace. Best sound bite of all time. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude, nigga. That's what I'm about, the Mercer in the tournament, asshole. No, Mercer, really? Mercer. I mean, excuse me, guys, but did y'all even know that there was a Mercer University? Yes. I had to look it up. I didn't even know 
that there was such thing as a Mercer University. I, I did know that. Seriously, Mercer, fuck you. You fat slob. Who? <laughs> what? Otherwise, you're going to McDonald's. You're going to McDonald's, go to the drive thing and be like, yo, is the Whopper still two for five? The girl be like, yeah, you like nice. <laughs> Cause that nigga really did fuck up the whole statement. He was like, "You go to Burger King. You go to, no, you go to uh, Mac. No, you go to Burger King. Ask they got the new Big Macs. No, you go to Burger King. You ask they got the two for five Big Macs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you're like nice. nice. <laughs> and it was part of him putting down Howard <laughs> or Kojak. I don't, it, it was him throwing shade. I'm not even sure because remember in the episode we were like, "Who is he even throwing shade at?" Like yeah, we're not even sure. I'm that... talking about somebody being a Duke fan. Yeah, we're like, "Who? Who is this?" <laughs> oh just, my god! Like he just came on and shade everyone. It was like you, you people who aren't here. <laughs> oh boy, uh, it was classic. So, um. <laughs> You're listening to the Dream Team. I'm Imaginative J. And now, a musical break. J J in the morning. Money good. I ain't got a word by shit. Money good. Ah. Aye, aye. Money good. Throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't got a word by shit. Money good. Ride with some hitters, then they wish a bitch would. I don't wanna argue about it, baby, y'all ain't good. If she got a band, let her in, yeah, she good. I don't got a word by Man, shit. Money good. in the mix. Yeah. Yeah. Can't deny I'm a star. You can tell by my walk. I ain't even gotta fuck him. He just love how I talk. I'm embracing the fake. I'm accepting the hate. If I wasn't number one, they wouldn't come from my place. Yeah. Money good. Throw up where I'm from. Let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't gotta worry about shit. Money good. Ride with some hitters and they wish a bitch would. I don't wanna argue about it, baby. Yeah, I ain't good. Money good. Throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't got a word by shit. Money some good. some broke-ass niggas who be hating. Pop a rubber band, put that money in they face. I be out here grinding like a nigga who ain't ate. You ain't bringing nothing to the table but your plate. Bitch, I'm out here bowling like a motherfucking babe. I can't gossip with you when it's money to be made. I'm trying to get my pockets 99, Ricky Lake. Money good, throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't got a word about shit. Money good, ride with some hitters and they wish a bitch would. I don't wanna argue about it, baby, y'all yeah, ain't good. If she got a band, let her in, yeah, she good. I ain't got a word about shit. Money good, throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't got a word about shit. Money hair long, nail long, money long too. Get a bag, spin it, make it back time too. I can never let nobody tell me what to do. If a nigga get the trip and I'ma throw that boy to do. Pull up in a Rolls Royce, spin a rocket. 
show. Click full of bad friends, we at Papa Do's. Rent doof in the little baby daddy know. He in love with me, but he know to play his role. Money good, throw up where I'm from, let him know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a pic, should I flex? Yeah, I should. I ain't gotta worry about shit, money good. Ride with some hitters and they wish a bitch would. I don't wanna argue about it, baby, yeah, I'm good. If she got a band, let her in, yeah, she good. single simulcast consider becoming a patreon all you have to do is go to www.patreon.com backslash single simulcast and there you can sign up to help us out for five dollars ten dollars or even fifteen dollars a month 
you can get exclusive shows, content, and apparel that'll make you the envy of all your family. Chances are you already are the envy of all your family, but we're not going to talk about that because you know what you did last summer. Bottom line is, support the show. www.patreon.com backslash single simulcast. Peace.
it's now back to well, not back to. So, how old are you when you're considered an adult? <laughs> you're still eighteen, right? Um, legally, legally. No. The reason why I'm asking is because they are raising the federal minimal age to purchase tobacco to twenty one. Yeah, this is the most. They've already they've already done did. that here. Everything it is was, it was in, now. It was in July. This is the most bullshit thing. July first. I don't. I hate all of this. this the only thing you can do at eighteen is go to war, right? Yeah. And vote. Yeah, they they did that here. I had a uh, conversation uh, at a vape shop, and they said that they were going to lose a whole lot of business on July first when this shit went in went into place because a lot of people between eighteen and twenty one buys a lot of stuff in the store mm-hmm. and when you know after that happened about a month later i went there to go get some calls and and i was like did that really have a real effect and he was like oh yes well like i don't think these people stop smoking though like you just get someone else to go buy it for you pretty much like i and not just that but also i feel like like all right look if you can put someone in jail at 16 because you feel like they should be tried as an adult. Like all of this shit is so relative that it doesn't make sense to have a strong, hard line, especially like for tobacco. Like I get like 18, fine. I get that line, but it doesn't make sense to pull it to 21. Uh, The line for alcohol doesn't make sense to be at 21. I feel like all it does is, is like you end up like compressing this mentality amongst, you know, 18 and 19 and 20 year olds that like, this is something that they should like, you know, be doing. They don't take it seriously. I think, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's by the time you start smoking and drinking, like you kind of have, I don't know how else to put it. Like you don't have any, you don't have any experience with it. So like, you're just terrible at all of it. Does that make sense? That's not what I'm trying to say. I, the age limits don't make sense to me. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to stop there because it doesn't make sense. None of this makes sense. Like it doesn't make sense to make uh, like, because <clears throat> basically because it's hypocritical in most cases, a government, like, you know, the government will put someone in jail at 15 and try them as an adult at 15. But then that same 15 year old who's in jail uh, can't even purchase cigarettes to like trade and buy and sell in jail until he's 21 now. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though you can get a nigga stabbed for two box of top ramen. Yeah, but come on. Cigarettes. I mean, so top ramen, if if it's a good one with cigarettes the oil are easy, and the, Cigarettes are much easier to get. Yeah, but in California, you can't smoke anyway. Like, you can't smoke in jail? No. What? So not only am I in jail, but I have to go cold turkey? Yep. Nigga. I'm pretty certain. Let me let me make sure that that's still factual. But I'm pretty sure that they are no smoking facilities. <clears throat> Y'all could have kept talking while I was doing I'm this. I'm Googling it. it. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. So every federal correctional facility has banned smoking. Yep. Unless it's part of an inmate's approved religious activity. Yep. And who the fuck is gonna say that's a religious activity? Uh, Native Snoop Americans. Dog? Na- Native there was, Americans. There was an article on Vice where they did an interview with this guy who um, was basically selling his inmates these like disposable vape pins, but he was also manufacturing the vape pins. 
And like they, oh. they kept asking him, like, you don't think this is like a conflict? Like you own the you own the prison or the jail or whatever it is, but and then you're selling these products that only you are making. So everything is like a 100% profit for you. So, yeah. I mean, you literally got to, I'm not even mad at that. If I got a captive audience. Okay. I know, right? Captive, <laughs> but. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, no pun intended. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if I've got somebody who needs these things and I could sell it and make you buy it from me, I mean, that's no different from them having it where okay, the, uh, the, the collect call companies. Ethical concerns in this case is that these are still human beings and they still should have, like, like you shouldn't profit off of their imprisonment because the, the thought is if you are making money off of it it should be turned back into rehabilitating people so they don't come back yeah right that's like saying that buying <clears throat> uh purchasing tickets for the lottery that money's gonna go back to the schools right but i mean it should yeah it if should, we're gonna, but if we're gonna be ethical and and you know sensible about this i'm not saying like you can't if you're gonna try to work first of all this is all capitalism and I kind of hate it but if you're going to work within the system like ideally what would happen is any money that you made off of selling vapes to prisoners you would then turn back and use that money to help rehabilitate those prisoners from programs uh, that's what he said he was doing but at, no, at, he's the not. The, at the end of the vice thing they said that they bought like a new security system and all this kind of stuff he tried to make it seem like he was putting the money back into like making sure that their health was taken care of and all of this other stuff but he had done very little in that direction Right, but it, it it all really should be ideally spent. Like eighty percent of it should be in re- rehabilitative programs and funding them. Yeah. I'm fine with that because again, that's I still think it's bullshit. But it's it's a better brand than than just using it to like fatten like line your own pockets or to your point like beef up security and he's just like throwing money away to another company essentially. I still think like the prison complex system. The amount of reform that needs to be done is it's almost like you would have to just release almost just everybody. Yep. Like everyone is so for like just the absolute positively worst people. Like all the drug crimes, you know what? Get out of here. You You know, honestly, I feel like I feel like if they're going to actually come around and commute sentences, the majority of sentences that should be commuted should be women. Yeah. Because a lot of the women who are going to prison are going to prison for either they were protecting themselves from abusers. um, They were using drugs or they were uh, in collusion or helping out somebody that they loved. Um, like, oh, my boyfriend was a drug dealer. He asked me to carry this weight for him. Or I was being attacked by somebody and I shot them in the face. Or like um, Centoya Brown and, and the young lady who just went to jail recently, they were being trafficked yeah. and, and killed their trafficker, the person who was attacking them. Put them in jail for that shit. I feel like those cases should get priority uh mm-hmm. i feel like i will say this there, there there are also there's some high profile cases you could go through where the women who got put in jail 
shit there's, to be. Oh yeah, there's there's yeah. definitely my, my first jump was Amber Geiger, and I was like, well, my first jump was just Amber Geiger, and I was like, yeah, we're not going to be Oh, that yeah, sense. no, 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 I'm saying there's definitely, <laughs> but, there's definitely, there there are those, they did that shit situations, but, but I'm I think there's a lot of sentences. In commuting sentences, they go through every case and look through it. Yeah, and I was like saying there are the a lot governor. of, there are a lot so, of cases that should be prioritized, and, and they should center around, to your point, black women and women of color who are in jail. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think, but that's what I'm saying. It, it, to be able to truly reform it, there's so many sentences that would have to just be commuted. Uh, and then not just that, but there's, <clears throat> in commuting those sentences, there's, in taking that much of someone's life away from them, uh, even if you remove the stigma of them being a quote-unquote felon, I feel like it, it still kind of fucks you. Because like five years ago, the world was less complicated, I, I would say, than even now. And then 10 years ago, imagine if you had been locked up 10 years ago and then you got out and someone handed you a phone. You'd be like, what the fuck, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, this looks like what I remember, but what is all this shit on it? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, <clears throat> like, my mind would be blown in one case. Because like I said, I'm, I'm playing shit from uh, my Xbox on my phone, just like, do-do-do-do, like, super regular that's a weird way to say that anyway the point that i'm trying to make is like that time taken away from you also factors into like your ability as a skilled worker your ability to be able to like find jobs and there'd have to be some rehabilitative process and some help to help you know get them back on their feet to be able to be productive members of society because truthfully a lot of our prison systems now aren't rehabilitative they're punitive and they're just meant to make money off of the prisoners and because of that, even if you released everyone into uh, society, like it, you would have to work to make sure that they'd be able to, to, to react, I guess, acclimate back to where they should be, to where they can be productive. And then there's also the issue of like, okay, well, if they all come back, well, where do they work? Where do we find jobs for all these people? But I feel like if you tie that to new energy initiatives you can cover that ground pretty quickly anyway yeah <clears throat> i feel like i would rather <clears throat> i I've, I've listened to um ear hustle you know and so i know that there's a lot of folks who don't do very well when they get out of jail and they're back mm-hmm. out in the in the streets and they're in the real world and they're seeing stuff and they're experiencing it for the first time and it's like a a culture shock to them. And I understand that I would still deal with the culture shock rather than going to jail. I, I, I know I haven't, I know I'm not institutionalized. Like like a lot of these folks. Hmm? You mean like you'd rather take the culture shock than staying in jail? Yes. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, but a lot of these folks who are so institutionalized, they're like, I can't deal with that. And that's sad. And I'm like, I understand that. But for these women, I've never been a person who, and maybe it's because I'm, I, I, I had a single mom for the majority of my life because my dad was always gone and was always in the military and stuff. So in essence, but I feel like having a mom out with her kids rather than having these kids having to see their mom through glass. Yeah, I think 100% that'd be preferred. Yeah. <clears throat> I will say this. I think um, 
I think there are a lot of sentences that, that should be reconsidered and commuted. I think the, the biggest problem with that currently is uh, just to bring this back around to, so I said that like, uh, and this is something that, that apparently has been talked about as being a legitimate reality. Uh, Bernie Sanders is, is like, it's a toss up between him and Joe Biden get the democratic nomination though. Something in me feels like Biden's going to get it uh, because moderate Democrats are all like, really against Bernie Sanders which is a whole nother batch of fish fish I don't know what words are coming out of my mouth right now but the point is is uh so let's say Bernie Sanders does get the presidency so a theoretical presidency with Bernie Sanders uh let's say that theoretically also uh Senate gets flipped uh to the extent that it can to where Democrats now hold a majority hold their majority in, in the uh, house. And so now they have a slight majority in the house and the Senate and they're like, you know what? Criminal justice reform. So here's the, the issue. Uh, all of the reform is going to take money. Uh, all the rehabilitation is going to take money. So you have to figure out how to find money for it. The other issue is a lot of the people who are living in those States uh, aren't going to want quote unquote prisoners living in and around them. So then you have to like fight that. Uh, and then even then I think, the the other big problem with trying to fix the prison system is that there are a lot of people who just make money off of it. Like, and they're just not going to want to have you change something to make money off of it. And then also just the public perception of prison systems. We all think of that shit as being like, well, this is how we keep our society safe. And most of the prison systems have gotten filled on presidents talking about quote unquote law and order when really what they just meant are like the war on crime and what they really just meant is like filling prisons. Mm -hmm. And like as a whole, even if we have all the things in place, which by the way, everything I just mentioned, not going to (laughs) happen. We have everything in place to try to make it happen. We still would have to have the uphill battle of changing people's mentality when it comes to crime. And what is a crime? There are people uh, like, you know, in, conservative states who would be or like listen to like even this podcast where like you know you hear me smoking weed and I talk about it there are people in conservative states who would view that as a crime and even if it were legalized it's still with something that they would feel is, is quote-unquote immoral so like it's those attitudes that there's enough of them and there's enough of that feeling towards it that trying to get people to understand and, and it's weird because it's, is that attitude towards uh, like drug use is that attitude towards obviously murder. But then when you get to rape, we get wishy-washy, you know, or like pedophiles. We start, we're back on the train of like, all right, yeah, put them in jail. But like we get wishy-washy about rape for obvious reasons. So like, I don't know. It's the public perception of what crime is needs to change and the public perception of like how we deal with crime. Like we're not just putting people in jail to punish them. Should ideally be to help people, you know, put them someplace where they can learn ideally how to address the issues that led them to, to commit the crime that they committed. We'll be right back. Hey y'all, won't y'all come take a break with Rashani? Shani, Shani. <laughs> 
Incredibly gifted. You can't beat me with a baseball bat. I'm from a place where you better be different. These niggas aiming at your baseball hat. Put extra holes in your letterman sixes. Niggas retire out the streets with no medals, but they metal let veterans lift it. I'm a king and my checkers are missing. Checker for change in my pockets. I got babies at home and they ain't feeding themselves. Bank ain't making no loans to black men. It's 1987, so that crack jam. So my habit make my cash do a tap dance. Hand-to-hand exchanges. Got me high as fuck, now I'm eager and dangerous. I could stack it up if I just hit a couple licks. I ain't no bitch, but if I get caught, I'm sure gon' miss it when the kids pull up. When the kids pull up. We grew up on the west side, west side. I'm just tryna live my best life. Damn right till the kids pull up. Grandma cook in the kitchen, looking a mess, reminiscing knowing you blessed and the vision guiding you. I smell violence and violence, sugar and silence, making melodies and beats out of bullets and sirens. Wiping boogers on Daryl back and Davion is smiling. Baby, how I'm supposed to feed y'all? Up in this wild asylum, go outside and play a little. Grass stains on my jeans, y'all ball. So they scratching up my face, a little faith in little things like candy rings and Skittles given to my crush. And all I hope is that she be open to play a little. Save a little for tomorrow, cause when the lights come on, we borrowing time like watching angels. Age a little, say a little prayer before I go to bed. Thankful for my mom, every night I bow my head. How she fit that void when pops was in the feds. And the only concern was that her sons were never scared when the kids pull up. When the kids pull up. We grew up on the west side, west side. I'm just trying to live my best life. Damn right, till the kids pull up. Till the kids pull up.
probably think a nigga trolling. Like, but showing out for the cameras. Right. Fuck, I'm doing fish bowling. So. 100,000 on the passenger. Bitch, I'm Kendrick Lamar. Respect me from afar. I was made in this image. You call me a god. Everybody in attendance. I'm about to perform. Everybody get offended by the shit I got on. Like, can you buy that nigga a 100 horse? Can you drive that nigga a G5? Can you fly that nigga? I need 10 so I can look at the snakes and poses. I need 10. Cause bomb head is non disclosure. I need 10. So I can live with a peace of mind without niggas taking a peace of mind and peace be still and not do fine. So fuck a Fix it, ticket. You pull me over and might see one of your bitches.
Hi, this is Gabrielle, and you're listening to The Dream Team, the hottest urban podcast on the net. Enjoy. The Dream Team is Where did that music come from, anyway? I've heard that. I don't know. That <laughs> That's that. That was the you. It would just be tags that you had in the middle of the show, like yeah, yeah. This is the tags. I'm really sitting there trying to figure out where that song came from, and it's mine. Like, what are you talking about? But the way you were doing it sounded like something from like NFL. Like, no, I thought it, I thought it sounded like until I figured out what it was. It sounded like something from um like a a, a Saturday morning cartoon, like the yeah. <laughs> That's because it does sound like something from a Saturday morning cartoon. It's kind of why I like it in After my head. These it, it, messages. We'll be right. We'll be right back. Man, that dude had the deepest voice in cartoons. Oh man. Right? Messages will be right back. I remember uh, my favorite thing ever was because uh, I guess I have these. I, so my my relationship with Saturday morning cartoons is weird, but all of the times I ever watched it was when I was like at my grandparents uh, because that was when uh, my dad couldn't force me to go knock on people's doors. Uh, but like all of my, my personal favorite was uh, they used to do this claymation where they would have like uh, almost like a Supremes, but they all look like they were all made of potatoes, I guess. And they were like singing after these messages. After we'll these right messages. You remember it? Yeah. That we was my right personal. Back. Yeah. That I was remember my that personal one. favorite. I remember seeing that and being like. After these messages, we'll be right back. I have reached the peak. <laughs> you know it. what? Strangely enough, my favorite one was the one where it was a fire hydrant singing and a dog was coming up to piss on it. <laughs> yeah. And he sprays the dog with water. <coughs> he's like, <coughs> he says it, then he sees the dog and he's like, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty good too. As evidenced by the fact that I literally laughed so hard I coughed. The things we remember as adults is fucking useless. Like, seriously. That's the best. I I don't know why I remember that, but I also, like, if you're like, hey, Jay, uh, quick, how do you do CPR? I'd be like, uh, uh. <laughs> Hey, no. The way, the way you do CPR. <laughs> You just got to remember sexual harassment panda. In, out, all about. I, I honestly wouldn't even attempt. Like, I'm not certified. I am. I, I'm I, certified, but nah. well, you, Yeah, you have to be. Bruh, I got, you know what? I got certified for the babies, like, when Pooh Bear was born. But I have that's no what I was going to say. Learning about the babies just lets you know you're going to kill somebody trying to save them. Yeah, I'm very heavy. babies, you can only use, like, one finger. <laughs> <laughs> to push down on their ribs. You feel like Superman when you're like doing CPR to a baby. Like, come here, baby. One finger. Huh, huh, huh. You're alive. <laughs> the human, you're like jumping off a goddamn table. <laughs> I created I just, life. Jumping off the top rope. <laughs> like, ah, live, motherfucker, live. <laughs> it's just, I'm, I am... 
when we did the CPR on dolls, it was fine when it was an adult because you push down. They were like, yeah, you're going to crack their ribs when you're pushing down because you got to get through the ribs to get to the heart that you got to, you know, help push to start or whatever. And I was like, oh, that sounds painful, but okay, I'm going to break somebody's ribs in order to save their life. Wait, you say help push to start? Is it like a car? That's, that's, that's basically what they, it was two 19-year-old kids teaching us CPR. Oh, they were no. like, you know, you got to massage it and push to start. And I was like, okay. With a baby, they said, yeah, if you put more pressure than one finger on them, you will literally crush their heart and kill them. Yeah. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I don't. Does anybody else know CPR? You do? No. I mean, other nope. than me, does anybody, is there a doctor in the house? Is that still a rule where somebody calls out, is there a doctor in the house? You have to stand do you know, up. Do you know the story behind that? No. Oh, it is really good. Okay. Uh, I need to look up names. So, like, okay, well, go I'm, not for gonna, it. I'm not gonna look up the names. I'll just tell you the story. I can't right, remember. Go the for it. Look names. it up. Okay, go ahead. No, I, I got something we can talk about in the middle. Okay, um, go. Y'all remember uh, Rashani shared us that OT Genesis uh, singing the Keisha Cole song. Oh man, thank you for reminding me. Um, have you seen her response? She was not happy. She was not happy, and you. Her statement was, "I wish they would leave my classics alone." I wish she'd find a classic. Exactly. No one thinks this shit is a classic. Like she said, I wish they would leave my classics alone. I'm just nigga. shocked the nigga didn't put it on um on Spotify. They keep taking it down. Keisha keeps taking it down. It's, yeah, it's not. It was. It was not verified. I mean, <laughs> you know, like she. They, I mean, I guess like whoever owns the rights to the song. Uh, keeps having to take it down. It keeps getting well, taken down from like YouTube and shit like that. Like they they cannot keep the song up, but people keep putting it back. Okay, uh, hold on, because yeah, it's they're all gone on YouTube as well. I just found one. Send it to me uh, through. Well, you can't. I'm not on Facebook. Anymore. I put it, I put it in okay. the chat here. Hold so <laughs> I still can't remember the names, but I, I can tell you the story, uh, and then. Whatever, you can look it up. So here we go. Uh, there was a comedian who was known um, for like pretending to have like a heart attack as he was telling his jokes. Think like Red Fox Styles. Uh, I'm and coming then, to see you, Elizabeth, that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Red Fox Styles. So like uh, he's doing his, his act. He's killing. He's doing a great job. But then like as he's doing his act, he goes to go sit down. He starts having an actual heart attack. No one realizes that he is because they think he's still just kind of like mugging and like playing it up for everyone else. So as that's happening, because no one realizes that he's having a real heart attack, there's another comedian who's on stage who thinks he's trying to up stage and who just kind of like, you know, has has a couple shots at him, then goes over to him because the guy goes still. And then he like fills him, checks for a pulse and then says, oh, is there a doctor in the house? And everyone loses their shit laughing at it. But it was literally he was asking like no seriously this dude's dead so a guy died uh, oh wow. yeah that's the end of the story i didn't know that you actually i i just thought that if somebody said is there a doctor in the house you have to say yes Wait. like i thought for some reason if you're a I doctor just, you do i just thought that you ha- i don't want to I don't, I don't want to have to say yes. Especially, this steak is really fucking good. I've been waiting for this steak for an hour. The butter is perfect. It's medium rare, just the way I like it. And as soon as I cut into it and I'm about to take my first bite, somebody screams out, is there a doctor in the house? Can I live? Can I live? You know what? Fuck it. I'm about to look it up. 
while I'm looking it up, background music. Wait, what are you looking for? Do you have to say that there? Do you have to say yes if they have? There's a doctor in the house. No, unless you're a doctor. That's what I mean. Like if you're a doctor, I think Hippocratic Oath. You have to say. I'm about to look right now. Okay. Also, it's Al Kelly. So, vaudeville comedian Al Kelly died at a Friars Club function after slaying. He was 69 years old. Man, will you stop talking over the OT Genesis song? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. that nigga I was singing you know I was in, I, I was muted but I was like Kah. he put his whole life in that song yeah. he was um, he was singing so hard like and like yo why didn't somebody say yo put a little bit of auto tune on this a little bit like uh, just a little bit nigga he look like, you oh, gonna walk God. up to the only money maker in your group and say hey you can't sing good while he's singing about how he's shooting people to a Keisha Cole song I'm gonna let that go <laughs> Let me put some vocal processing on it. They don't even look. You don't. They they don't even have this question on Google. Like it doesn't indicate if you have to answer. So I'm gonna say that means no. 
Do you have to answer if somebody asks, there, is there a doctor in the house? Well, nope. No, you know. Nope. Well, Hippocratic Oath, but like that's, that's like Nigga, saying- Nigga, what you if you to... say yes and it's something that's not your specialty? Well, I was going to say, but that's also something that like you can't like turn down a patient. So, yeah. Right? Like what if you're a podiatrist <clears throat> and they're having a heart attack? Yeah, <laughs> you can definitely help him out with that bunion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, he's got corns. He's not breathing. Yeah, but look at that. <laughs> I just ointment on his focus feet. <laughs> on me. I mean, I've got some ointment. Is that stop his heart attack? No, no. But his feet will be soft as a baby and smell like chrysanthemums. Uh, by the way, it was Sid James. So, and there's been several instances where this has happened. So Sid James was a British uh, actor. He sat down on a couch, leaned back, and started to snore. Other people realized that he was, like, passed out. And so they said, oh, is there a doctor in the house? Everyone laughed and laughed and laughed. And then finally a doctor came on the stage, but he was dead. Really? <laughs> yeah. So apparently there was a TV show called Is There a Doctor in the House? But they're saying that nobody ever yells that there are doctors in the house. Nigga, if I need help, I'm screaming it. But I know that there's no doctors in my house. And I know white folks will look at me and be like, nope. Well, I feel like if... Okay. I feel like if you are a doctor in the house, unless you... All you ever do is... If all you ever do, I I don't know. So like, if if all you ever do is deal with like, if you're an ER doctor, right, mm-hmm. and that's then all you do is like, then you're built for that, right? Then, but like, how many ER doctors <coughs> are like sitting around on flights? <coughs> if I'm just a medical practitioner or a general practitioner, excuse me, I'm not trying to. Fuck Here's with another all that. question: You're at Disney World with your family. At Epcot Center. Somebody at, okay, we'll say at the Epcot Center. Fuck it, why not? You're at Epcot Center with your family because it's not actually, you know, it's a separate part. So I didn't say at Disney World. See what I did there? Yeah. But anyways, you're at Epcot Center with your family. You got a seven-year-old and a 12-year-old and your significant other and you. And somebody calls out, is there a doctor? We need help. Is there a doctor? If you go and help them, are you doing it just so your kids can fucking see you save somebody? Because for me personally, I think that's the impetus where my kids can go back and be like, yeah, we had a great time at Eptop. And my dad, he, he fucking saved somebody. Right in front of me. He saved their life. Yeah. What'd your dad do this Christmas? He got drunk and fought the jukebox again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like come I, on, buddy. <laughs> come on, buddy. Come, come to the quiet room. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. That's what he did. Uh, come on, buddy. That's... I just feel like that kid's name is Montgomery. Oh, come on, Monty. Yeah. What did you do this Christmas? My 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 mom prayed for my two year old sister to get resurrected. Oh, so oof. I didn't get any gifts. <laughs> oh, I don't even. What if they do? Do they have other children? I don't know. That's so fucked up. If they do, that other child is just like. But what about me? Like, 
live through me. <laughs> They're like, oh, if only we had a child. And he's like, uh. <laughs> if only we had another child, a good and wonderful child. You named me Junior, assholes. <laughs> Oh, I, I feel I feel somewhat bad for that couple because like there's no amount of money they can raise. There's none, none at all. And, Unless, and so one hundred thousand dollars is such an arbitrary figure. It's a small amount comparatively, because I guess how does that? It's not an amount that I think of when I think of resurrection, basically. Like, and it's not an amount I think of when I think of okay, I can literally mourn for like five years off this shit. If you say $100,000 to me, you're like, yo, what do you think happens with $100,000? My first answer is like, I see NBA balling out, like NBA player balling out in the club. $100, I can't $100. even pay off my house with $100,000. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a night out uh, for an NBA player. Like, that's right. what I assume. I hope We're it is. We're making it rain for Julia. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's still still funny though. I laugh at it. But no, like it's just a hundred thousand is such a small number if we're talking about resurrection. Like it's not even like all right. I'm not trying to put a price on resurrection, but it's at least in the millions, right? It has to be. <laughs> resurrection oh, can't think so? Yeah. You think so? Because being a being a millionaire, I like didn't save like millionaires, but save a millionaire a, in in California, you got to be a multimillionaire really to resurrect somebody. Yeah. A hundred thousand isn't even a quarter of a million. Like a hundred thousand is just so then the church can get ten thousand out of it. I feel like a hundred thousand if you get a resurrection for that much, like like they bring back like a leg and the leg is super active, but the rest of the body is just dead still. Yeah. That's all you get. Like you don't get anything else. Like. I, you gotta drop a mill. Like I feel like I feel like in real life, a one-up mushroom would probably cost like six point five million dollars. Like you mean like an extra life? Yes. Like okay, when you say extra life, what is it bringing me back from? Anything? Anything. Same way I went. Not or if better. you don't want to. Like I, I like, do- I feel like the base level bring you back just the way you were, but without whatever killed you would be six point five. To bring you back and you get to select where you come back would be like 25 million. I feel like you should immediately come back as peak. That's that's what I feel like one up is. Because like you come back peak. Because here's the thing. Uh when Mario well maybe not peak, but like, you know. Well better. when Mario came back, he came back little. He had to start yeah, all know. over again. That's what that's what made me pause because I was like, well then I was like, wait a minute. Mario came back tiny. But I feel like the mushrooms were an enhancement though, right? hmm So I feel like tiny Mario is peak Mario. Like, I can't break bricks with my hands. I assume if I eat shrooms, I will be able to. (laughs) (laughs) So. (laughs) I feel like a lot of you will feel like after they eat shrooms, they can break them. Ah, I'm going to find gold coins in these bitches. Like, no, you're not. You're not. You're not going to find any coins. I'm going to punch the shit out of that piranha plant. (laughs) I've been... I've been punching bricks all day. I found zero coins. <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm not Richard. But no, um, no, I, I feel like, like he, peak Mario is little Mario. So like, mm-hmm. I, I want to come back. Yeah, you should come back peak. And then if you like, so if like if you 
if you started off, let's say, let's say like you should come back at like, like adult you, but not like adult you. If you like, if, if you went to the gym, like every day of your life as an adult, you come back as if you had not done that, but you still come back as like adult you. That makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I, that's what I want. So you still have to go back to the gym and be like, fuck, I got to earn all this muscle back. But to your point, no cancer. Man, if that existed, it would be worth more than $25 million. Motherfuckers would be getting killed over that shit. I just want to... Um, I, w- I would kill someone out. for that. You would Can kill talk- somebody for the chance to be res- resurrected? Ah, nigga, seriously? Like, peak? Ah. <clears throat> like, okay, first of all, how many times do I get to do it? Just once? Depends on how much money you got. Oh, okay, so... Wait, you can buy so- as many one-ups as you want. Oh, so it's that level of transactional. It's not like mm-hmm. it's a rare, it's not like mm-hmm. a rare herb that like, by the power of the panther, it's not any of that bullshit, right? Mm-mm. I guess that's not bullshit, but you know what I mean. Okay. So in that case, then yeah, I would just straight up and down. First of all, why is it tied to money? Everything's tied to money. Why can't it be like, if you do this amount of good deeds or like Fuck that shit. karma Let's score, real. let's go karma score where you can drop Let's money. be real. Let's no, okay, real, okay. Bro. Karma score works this way. You can. Yeah, but here's what will happen. Karma you can score donate to charity. Way, you would donate to charity. Donate twenty five million to charity. Automatic one up, or you just do shit good with your life. And if you do like enough years of good shit, karma score. I like that. Okay. I, uh, okay. So, um, yeah, I would just kill people. I would kill as many people as I needed to. <laughs> as many people as I needed to. Like, okay. So I want. I would just wait for people to hit twenty five million net worth. I just fucking kill them, take all 25 million. And then, like, even if, like, the police came for me, it's like, all right, what you gonna do? Kill me? Nigga, I got a one-up. I'm coming back. You can't kill me twice. That's double jeopardy. You kill me one time, I come back, and I just stalk another person who just hit 24 million, hang out outside the house. So as they were 25, 26 million, I jump back in. Honestly, all I have to do is just take down Jay-Z and take all his shit. I feel like no matter what you do, whether you put money on or you put karma on or whatever you do, rich folks are going to figure out a way to rich their way out of it. That's why you kill the rich and you take their money and you, you buy the one-ups for everyone else. And we're here again. I would, I would Robin Hood this shit. But are we, do we not want to Robin Hood this shit? No, because why the fuck do I want to give the money to the white people? Okay, well then you give the money you steal to b- poor black people. They exist. <laughs> I, I don't feel like you have to be like, mm, no, 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 no. You're so poor. So speaking, speaking of Robin Hood, there's a show called uh, The Astronomers Club. Oh yes, I love that show. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah, I watched it. I love it. It's pretty great. Yeah, it is. I just wanted to tell folks it's on Netflix, and y'all should really check it out. While everybody's talking about John Mulvaney's new show and shit, check out the Astronomers Club on Netflix. It's really, really good. Also, I'm, like, I oh, watched I watched The Witcher in the last two days, but pr- prior to that, I thought um, that was pretty boring. Yeah, my I wife actually, started watching that, and she quit halfway through. I actually like it. Um, okay. It made me. It made me actually want to go back to the game uh, because I started the game. You know what? I have the game on two different systems now, and I still haven't gotten past the part where. Well, right after you killed a griffin at the beginning of the game. Well, see, I haven't played three. I had two. Um, I played I played two right before it came out at uh, PAX East, like years ago. Uh, and it was like, oh, this is really dope. When it comes out for 360, I'm on down. And I bought it 
And like once I got past the, the the what was or on the demo, which is basically the intro of the game, uh, I was just like the game opened up, and I was like, well, what do I do now? And it was like, well, you can do whatever you want. And I was like, no, I want somebody to tell me what the fuck to do. And I just kind of stopped playing. Um, but um, but yeah, I I I like the show. Uh, it's told in a very very weird way. That that's uh, I, I, my coworker. I mean, my boss actually watched it, but he doesn't know anything about video games and like the books and all that other stuff. He just saw it was new Netflix shit. But there's like different timelines, and they don't really tell you about the timelines. It's like the further <gasps> you get along, the more these three different timelines converge on each other. But like they are way spaced apart from each other, but they don't really tell you that because like the the Witcher himself looks the same through all of it. Like, you know, like, so he's in different parts of the timeline and you don't really understand, like, it takes you a while, like, to like episode three or four to understand how different these timelines are. So I, I enjoyed it. Um, oh, I, and I watched The Expanse. I watched all of The Expanse, all four seasons on Prime. I really enjoyed The Expanse. I, uh, I, don't I watched know, I Marvelous Miss Maisel. What'd you think about it? I thought it was hilarious. Um, I never figured out what it actually was. What 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 is that show? So it's, it's about a comedian. About a, yeah, about a woman who's a stand-up comedian in nineteen fifties, late fifties, early sixties. Yeah, and she's because she's a woman. It's like gets no respect. Yep, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, I was I've watched uh, Sherman Showcase. I want to shout it out. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it. It's it's currently on Hulu. It's only like eight episodes, but it is quite possibly one of the funniest like mainly black i think the there's like maybe two white people in the entire show which is pretty dope and they're only in like two episodes um shout out to all black shows right <laughs> um, but sherman showcase check it out it's goddamn hilarious uh i have like me and my wife watched it uh over christmas like the break and lost our shit collectively watching it it was pretty great I just want to remind people because, you know, um, we, we've been here doing this now for like almost two hours. I just want to remind people that Don Imus is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rest, rest in piss. Fuck that nigga. Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, still same sentiment. <laughs> I thought he was going to say rest in peace, so I had to counter that. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Yeah, that's 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 which is yeah, still one of the best one of the best um, skits to intro a song ever. Is that Snoop Dogg? Yeah, that's Snoop. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's Snoop. He's, Fuck yeah, that he's, nigga. Up, he's up next to him. Yeah, and then until they get hey, up man, on him. Hey man, you Snoop Dogg. Yeah, huh? that's Snoop Dogg. Yeah, Snoop, you Snoop Dogg. You Snoop. <laughs> fuck that nigga. Yeah, you Snoop Dogg. Get fucked you know, that nigga. Yeah, you know something? I just I just realized. I saw um, there was a an interview. I don't know where the interview was. It was probably in one of those stupid podcasts um, that they did an interview with Warren G. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was I the re- one about um, it was the the, the Big and Tupac one, right? No, I thought it was a Florida Sam one because he was talking about how he got signed with. Somebody is uh, yeah. I'm listening to both of them. So it like, was one I, of the mogul. It was the it was the uh the Steve Storch or whatever the one you were talking about with DMX. It was that show. Okay, um, I didn't realize he was the D's nuts dude, and it wasn't Snoop. I didn't know that until he said it. Yeah, 
I thought it was Snoop this whole time. So did everybody else. That's why Warren had to take it back, baby. Also, if I get killed and I have a one-up, as soon as I get up, I'm like, I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, you say that before the one-up, actually. Like right before you die. Like, <laughs> Come closer. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> Keep it wet, baby. I'll be right back. Ah! I'm back. Muddy weed and bitches, nigga. I'm back. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Come closer to me, Junior. Come here. I bequeath, uh, I bequeath unto you all of my psych, nigga. I'm and back. A poof. And there's just a poof after you died. And all of a sudden, ooh, ooh. I'm stronger than you, bitch. <laughs> oh. What you think about this old man strength, bitch? Watch your mouth. It's like, uh, <laughs> you died from a heart attack. So my heart is healthy, nigga. <laughs> I think you should uh, finish that plate of ribs you got going there, Grandpa. <laughs> I feel like a 54-year-old man again. <laughs> we ain't going nowhere Let's start doing the Harlem Shake the real Harlem Shake not that bullshit yo I feel like that's how you end up dying the second time like, <laughs> like Harlem Shake and it's like oh 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 you pop up and do a touchdown dance and they can shoot you <laughs> you still want all your stuff like you need to you need to die all your muscles you, start cramping like how I did when I tried to crump in for the first time you pop up like oof pal surprise <laughs> This really does sound like the Lazarus Pit now. <laughs> like <laughs> at this point, we're just talking about the Lazarus Pit, right? Like you yeah, come back just fucking crazy. Yeah, you just bloodthirsty for Harlem Shakes. <laughs> uh, like you died, everyone's like all quiet. Like, oh my god, he's gone! I can't believe it. Dolph's was like dun 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 dun. You start Harlem shaking. <laughs> And the next time you die, you fall into the pit. You come back up like, get that money. Ah! <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh my god, I would be so salty if somebody died and then came right back in front of me while I was in the middle of mourning. <laughs> like if you're the only person who doesn't know they have an extra life, so you're like, why? Oh. Oh, shit. Oh. Well, shit. All right. Yeah, somebody flipping out on the floor. Tom wants to take me with him and all this other stuff. And then, like, like everybody's paying attention to that person. And you get up like, I'm back. What the fuck? (laughs) Or you die while you're driving a car with a family full of people. Oh, (laughs) And the car crashes when you die. But you come back and you're fine. And you're like, did it. That's, that's dark as fuck. Oh God, <laughs> that is so dark. Very morbid. So Did dark. Uh, woo! Hey, I'm living my best woo. life. No, don't do that. It's a do to make a thing go right. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I will ask you this: what's your what's your comeback? So, like your your slogan is "You come back." What's your what's your catchphrase? You have to come back to me on that. Okay, Scar, Scar, catchphrase. You just died. You just came back. You used your one up. 
Nigga, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. <laughs> select start. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't have to be select start. It's just for me. I don't know. That's just for you. Good call. I have no idea. I kind of want everyone to have like their own ringtone for it. And it should it should be like the worst ringtone you had on your phone. Like the most cringy ringtone oh, you had worst? on your phone. Oh, oh the worst ringtone? <laughs> the most cringy that... ringtone you had on your phone should oh, be like Eminem. It's Eminem, 100%. Guess who's back? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> back again. It's like, oh, motherfucker. How many times do I have to shoot you? <laughs> and it's not even the it's not even the Eminem version. It's the one the King Kinev did at the end where he's like, rub my crack, rub my crack. Oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I I want that for everyone. Like just your worst, <laughs> most cringy ringtone. People are coming back to cry me a river. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, ah, motherfucker, are you back? (laughs) 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 I think think mine would be Boss Nigger. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I do love this song. And I get up doing the WAP. (laughs) No racism. The dance. <laughs> you know we what's really, funny, to, but not funny? So the game... Rename that dance, by the way. The game came out with a new CD or a new... Uh, what do you call it when Spotify's here now? It's not even a CD Just or a new album. album. But we'll just say album. Oh, like, just out, a, like a mixtape, I guess? No, no, it's, it's an album, I guess, because they still sell them somewhere. They don't sell them at Best Buy, and all of the dimples around here in Towers are gone, but I'm sure they sell them somewhere, so a new album. Sam Goodies. So, <laughs> on his album, somebody is rapping, mm-hmm. and this then like this came out in November of 2019. Somebody okay. was rapping. I don't even know who it was. It was one of those young niggas who want to come up off doing this album, but really, this would be their only thing that they ever do. Yep. And they said something that I guess they thought could be taken as possibly gay. And they said pause. In 2019, they said pause. Word. And I was like, it's 2019. There's a gay rapper. Niggas are still saying pause? I didn't know that. I thought that not even, not even there's a gay rapper. I just thought this shit was played out. I feel like you'd be listening to it like on an Alexa or a smart speaker and he gets to that line and then it would actually pause. He'd be like, Alexa. And then Alexa would be like, no, 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 no. We don't do this in 2019. Skip into the next song. Right? We'll just go to the next song for you. He'd be like, thanks, Alexa. Just just delete this one out of your memory banks. But on a game album, somebody said something. That's not surprising to me, though. Yeah. Like not, in the world of hip hop. It's not, it's not surprising one bit. In the world of hip hop. No, just the world of hip hop, period. Yeah, in the world of hip hop, it's not surprising because hip hop is very misogynist. But but I just I I just didn't yeah, know just that they were saying ready pause. For it. I, I guess it's because I I don't well I do listen to some newer music. Mm. I just haven't heard that phrase in a really fucking long time. Yeah, it's like it's like niggas who would still say pause are the ones that still say like '90s music is like the best music ever, and they can, will not consider anything else. 
I feel like niggas who say pause are the ones who wear Tim's to their wedding. How dare you? So sir? Virginians. <laughs> How dare you? Sir? <laughs> First of all, I wore my dress Tim's to my wedding. So <laughs> I don't know what you wore to your wedding, sir. There's pictures. No. <laughs> That is still, oh, God, the best, worst waste of money. I was just so happy when I finally got that cup of Ivers clam chowder while I was on that ferry for the fifth fucking time in one day. Yeah, I don't know why you planned around the ferry so poorly. It was. I have forgotten. It's like it's like you don't live there. You don't experience it over and over again. You kind of forget. Yeah, the ferry is like wild. I refuse ever to like put my life or my like appointments on the fairy's hands right because you will not make it right and then when you're in line for the ferry you're like a fucking captive because you can't back out of the ferry line so if you miss that first ferry then you gotta wait like a whole ass hour it's a long wait for the next ferry and you can't even back out of the line because there's cars in front of you and cannons to the left of me. You can't do nothing. It's painful. And like, and you're scared to get out of your car to go get something to eat because you're new to this. And even though there's an Ivers right there, you don't want your wife to walk out and get y'all any food because you don't want the ferry to come while she was in line at Ivers. Well, so the the smart play, well, not the smart, but what you do is you go into Ivers, your wife loads onto the ferry, and then after you get your Ivers, you just walk onto the ferry, and then you go find your wife. Yeah, in hindsight. Because you don't pay to walk on. Like, I believe walking on is free. I believe. On the weekend, specifically that Saturday you were here, like, during the week, it's like you pay like eight bucks. But I believe, and I could be 100% wrong on this, but I believe on the weekends, walking on is free. I just know fuck fairies. Get yeah. money. Fuck fairies. Wait, that sounds that sounds so no. homophobic. Shut that down. Shut that down. Shut that but down. But you know what? At the same at the same abort. time, abort. Abort. Like, abort. Shut that down. Shut that down. Shut that down. I was like, no, 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 no. No. Twenty years from now, when we run for president, that's what pops up. No, that's not what pops up for me. Trust me, I don't run for president. I, I, I got skeletons. I am quite certain I will never run for any office. I'm on I'm on wax saying not just that, but also videos of me saying type of things that presidents do not say. Hmm. Also, I'm black and I'm not going to shave. Well, I mean, Trump is kind of changing that. I, so I, yeah, but he's white. no seriously. Like as it goes forward, how will the form of the presidential office be changed because of the bullshit that that motherfucker has been doing? So if we're going to be real about this, be real about it, like real honest. presidential powers have been expanded uh, by every president since Clinton. Uh, Clinton expanded presidential powers greatly. All the Bushes expanded presidential powers greatly. And Obama. Shout out to you, Cheney. Go see Vice if y'all still haven't. Yeah. Obama really expanded presidential powers greatly. So what we've seen is that because so many presidents have expanded the power to the point that it's at with the way that Obama really kind of pushed the limit. Uh, Trump has been able to do so much damage. Like the executive order was never meant to be this end all to get around the law, but because Obama was able to do it and it held up in court, now Trump can do it. So, I mean, the only good thing is, is is if there's ever a democratic president uh, and there's a democratic majority 
in any of the <clears throat> the houses are it's pretty much a wrap i think i think that the office of the president has been forever tarnished but it was already on its way there yeah like, i mean niggas weren't all, showing, throwing shoes at just nobody as much as we all love obama and i do uh he did a lot of really questionable shit while he was a president as well mm-hmm. so like I, i'm not a hundred percent like like all of them was the best i think the the thing that we liked about obama was like we trusted him not to fuck us up you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can't cope with the oakland stroke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i just i don't know i feel like the world was already doomed when I mean, Trump, yeah, he ain't helping, but it's just the fact that old money and old people keep on getting in office and doing old money and old people shit. I have yet to see an old person step up and be like, yo, I want to donate my money to change to climate change, to just fixing it completely. That's been in office. Most of the old folks with money who are talking about fixing climate change or whatever have no desire to run for office. Right at all, they just want to sit in the background and give their money to, allegedly to places that are helping to stop to stop climate change. I think that's the thing that's that's the worst part about it is that like the people who have the most clout and ability, if they even believe that there's a problem, all want to take like baby steps towards it, and it's like we missed a chance for baby steps. Like we're at we're at leaps now. We're like maybe even if we take all these big leaps towards trying to enact change, we we may still not make it. We just kind of owe it to, you know, our children to try. Mm-hmm. But, you know. <sighs> I don't know, 2020 is going to be crazy. It's going <clears> to <throat> be fucking berserk. I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> Honestly, like, uh, 2020 I, just feels like the sequel to a really, really, really black comedy that I didn't find funny at all. And I'm like, how the fuck did this get funded? That's what 2020 feels like. Like, who the fuck funded this sequel? Like, I was looking back at uh, Dave Barry did this year in review where he just, you know, goes back and he's like talking about what's happening, but also telling jokes. But as he's going back, there's whole slot, like swaths of this entire review where he's like, oh, here's something to be funny, where he's just stating factual things that happened. And it's like, yep, not making this up, not making this up, not making this up. And it's so hard to distinguish the jokes from the reality, where it's like, yo, which one of these things is true and which one of these things is just made up? And like, that's what we're in. And 2020 feels like it's just going to be more of that, coupled with the fact that there's a lot of people who are even more adamant in their stances. I feel like, we, we, I feel like we're going to have to fight and I don't mean that like, oh, let's go protest. I mean, like, I think we're really walking ourselves towards having to fight for what we believe is right. Yeah. I I'm feel like saying, the kids are already ready to fight. I'm saying some of, some of us need to <laughs> whip our asses in the shape because I feel like that shit's coming for us whether we want it or not. It's... It's not going to get any better. No, it's not. I mean, honestly, at this point in time, my mindset is if you want to make the world a better place, then some of the, these old folks got to go. 
And some folks our age got to go who hold on to those same ideologies and, and just don't want to give up money. And the whole idea of a political construct has to go. Yeah. Like we get on the same page maybe once every five years or so, everybody's in alliance. And then we go right back to, oh, it's election time. I got to hate you again, nigga. I hate you too. If there was no political, like, if there was no Republicans and Democrats, people realize that all of them are shitty. Maybe we could actually enact some sort of change or make things better. Maybe. I, doubt I think it. the, I think the biggest problem is that they, is that we are very focused on how we get to the goals that we're getting to when truthfully we all have the same goals. I think <clears throat> not we all have this, but a lot of us have similar goals. There are some people in this country that are just straight up and down racist and don't want anything for anybody that doesn't look like them. And putting that aside, I think there's a plurality if not a majority of Americans who actually kind of want the same things where we do want to be working towards making the planet a better place. We do want to have healthcare for everyone. We don't like the homelessness when we see it. We don't like uh, seeing 1% of the nation's populace have 99% of the nation's wealth. Like we don't like seeing those things. And I think it's one of those things where <clears throat> the problem is, is the disagreement in how we get to uh, or get away from those. And that disagreement is still was tearing us apart because ultimately it shouldn't matter. Like I get it. I get that you feel like someone else's plan isn't going to get us there, but in some people's cases, we've been trying their way and we haven't gotten there. And in some other people's cases, I would argue that their plan isn't uh, expansive enough. Like baby stepping, it hasn't gotten us there either. I think maybe it's time for us to start making some bold changes to see what happens. Yeah. Like everybody's willing to shake shit up when we're talking about going back towards conservatism, but no one wants to shake shit up when we're talking about trying to help everybody. So it's like, ah, oh, let's shake shit up and get somebody who's, hella conservative but no one wants to get someone who's going to shake shit up and actually be like you know what let's help everyone let's make sure everyone has enough i don't understand that's the same bullshit that people keep saying well like the economy is strong right now and and the answer to that is for who exactly who's the economy fucking helping right now like yes we all like there's people who, who have like homes and jobs but the homelessness crisis is higher than it ever has been. Not to mention the opioid crisis, not to mention ongoing racism, not to mention uh, anti-Semitism, not to mention gun violence. Like there's so many other problems in the world that have not been addressed that can't be addressed by just, Oh, well, a lot of rich people are making money. And may never will because the rich people are going to still be making money. Like, that's I'm, it's not the end all and be all of it it's just we lose sight of the fact that the rich folks are going to keep making money regardless we can't ask them to stop making money because once poor people start making money then they're rich and they lose sight of what we actually wanted to do when we were poor yeah and all that which is why jay-z was like i can't help the poor if i'm one of them <laughs> So I got rich and gave back to me. That's the win-win. No, bro. Like you lost everything as soon as you became rich. But we don't see it that way. Yeah. And honestly, 
we won't until we uh capitalism man until we break out of this shit until we get to a point where we realize that everyone has a right to be happy everyone has a right to live and all of the social constructs that we put up class and race even to an extent like gender like those are all constructs that we made Mm -hmm. like we made all those constructs until we get to the point that we realize that because we made all of these, we can choose to put them away and not let them, you know, cause all of the cognitive biases that they've built up within us. So that, you know, when we do get money, all we think about is ourselves and we turn selfish until we can get to that point. We're pretty much fucked, I guess. That's all I got. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I, I wanted something positive to say, but... There's really nothing positive to it. No. It's weird, though. Um, uh, hey. Hey. Look at this. Hmm? Look at this. Who would have thought? Not me. I wouldn't have thought. Here I wouldn't we are. either, honestly. Here we are. <laughs> Never would have thought we'd be here, but here we are. Yet, here we is. <laughs> that was sort of positive. That was. It <laughs> came out of nowhere, and it was, like, uplifting, because I honestly didn't think we would be here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> like, like, honestly, literally, two weeks ago, like... It was 2020. Coming up, I will say this, the thing that I am most disappointed in, two things. One, uh, no flying cars, but I've said that multiple times. Two, why the fuck can't my sneakers tie themselves? Well. I want my sneakers to tie themselves. I want my shoes to tie themselves. I think Nike put out some shoes. They did not. They the Yeah, I know what you're talking about, the Back to the Future shoes. They, yeah. They didn't. Oh, they teased it. And they're like, see, and it was like a little motor and they showed you how you could make it yourself. But I don't think they actually made them. Nobody likes to be teased, Nike. I like to be teased sometimes, but only if there's some payoff. Right. Touch me, tease me, but not if you're Nike. Get that shit out of my face. I'm oh, no, no, take it back. They, they did. In 2016, they dropped them. Yeah. What I thought for seven hundred twenty dollars a shoe. <laughs> so did that come with a one up or? I mean, it motherfucking better. Seven hundred twenty dollars a shoe. Then you look them up. Like the original two thousand sixteen version uh, runs for fifty six thousand one hundred eighty dollars. Man, fuck this world. Fuck everything. So Kanye got those shoes. There's some ugly ass shoes too. They are ugly. I would still buy some just to flip them. Like I feel like every time I hear about somebody flipping shoes for like seven thousand or eight thousand dollars, I just look down at my feet and get mad. Well, the only thing about that is that this, these things are like the last pair sold for twenty thousand. This pair is at I'm sorry twenty eight thousand. This pair is up at fifty six. Like, I don't know if you can at the, at this at these prices. 
like we're talking like flipping cars like it's yes that's a lot of money like at these prices it's it's i don't have enough to get in to the, the game but the return it's like such a low entry for such a high return if you're paying seven hundred and sixty dollars for shoes and now they're up for like fifty six thousand, yeah. If you got them at the at the beginning, so I think at the beginning they were seven twenty, and they're like, yeah, they're like fifteen. So like that, yeah. But I'm saying like right now they're they're valued at like maybe twenty. I don't think I have that kind of patience. Well, it was in 2016, so like I don't know if if I dropped seven hundred twenty dollars in 2016 on a pair of shoes for me not to wear. Like me and my wife had this conversation because we were talking about the most expensive pairs of shoes that we had owned. And uh, my most expensive pair is like at 350. So that's the most expensive pair of shoes I owned. They were like uh, this pair of like dress shoes that were like handmade. And I, th- I can, can't remember the name of the, the company, but they're like known. But they're nice. They're like, <clears throat> you know, nice enough. Most expensive pair of shoes of my wife. I think she's had a pair that was like somewhere like 750, 800. <laughs> Yeah, and we talked about that, uh, and we were like, yo, this is before she met me, so, like, you know, whatever, I don't care. Also, she paid for it herself. But I feel like if, like, when you have a shoe that expensive, you really can't wear it when you're at the level that we're at. So, like, for us, $700 is, like, oh, I had to put aside money out of, like, two or three checks and save for a month, and now I have Mm -hmm. these shoes, for a lot of people, you know, for the people who those shoes are meant for, truthfully. It was a Tuesday. Right. It was just <laughs> chump change. And so, like, yeah, that's why those shoes can be that expensive. And people who have that type of, type of money can wear them and just like, oh, well, like if I buy a pair of $700 shoes, and I try to make this point, and it, it kind of makes sense. If a shoe, shoe costs $800 for me, I can look in my head and honestly say, I don't think for this type of shoe, I will spend more than $800 for the rest of my life. Because I may buy a, something like 80 bucks on a shoe of like a basketball shoe. So let's go Jordan. So it's an $800 Jordan. <clears throat> I may spend 80 bucks on a basketball shoe or like a shoe of this type, like maybe five more times in my life. I'm not going to buy 10 more of this type of shoe in my life. So like, why is me spending this much? This shoe would have to last my lifetime if I'm going to do this. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and also, that shoe just seems like the type of thing that would be a new age investment. Like there are folks who invest in art and there are some folks who invest in uh, shoes. Not to be funny about it, but like if they cost that much money, there's probably some people who are like, I'm just going to buy these shoes and I'm going to buy two pairs. I'm going to wear them. (laughs) Well, not even two. I'm never going to wear them. I'm going to buy this pair of shoes. I'll never wear them. And I'll always, because once you buy them, as long as you don't wear them, the older they get and the more, you know, and, and not in shape, but you know what I mean? The more in good repair they are, the more they're worth. So like, you know, right now, when you first bought them, they were seven twenty. Two years later, you can you could have sold them for 20. Now there's a pair up for like 56. Who knows? In like two more years, it might be at 100,000 because it's, it's up to the, the price of the market. Mm-hmm. So like that part of it, I think, is is an investment. But like for like everyday like luxury items like bags and and shoes and watches and like things that you actually wear like i have a you know i have two three to four hundred dollar watches that i wear every day that have gotten scratched because like you know in everyday wear they bumped up against something got scratched or, or damaged and i, I guess I can go fix the, the uh, face of it but it was also like all right well should i have been wearing a four to five hundred dollar watch that often as a just because sort of situation no 
Right. And that's what I'm saying. Like that, that those watches weren't made or maybe they were, but for my, at my price, I guess at my, my economic level, that's not an everyday watch. You see what I mean? Like mm-hmm. at my economic level, it's not an everyday watch. So like, I, I can't wear it every day, but I was wearing like, oh, I was just wearing my watch to work and work walking around. And I happened to look at the, the face of it. I was like, holy shit, this thing is scratched the fucking back because I've just worn it so much without even thinking about it. So I feel like that's, that's, uh, I don't know. I feel like luxury items are, are bullshit, honestly. Yes. But like most things that are made for rich people are bullshit. Or most right. things that are made are made with rich people in mind. And well, are class, bullshit. yeah, class supported things are bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Man, rich people, rich people. But I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. You can 100% help the poor as a poor person. You don't have to give only money. Don't tell Jay Z that. <laughs> Uh, and niggas were sitting there listening like he makes sense like no nigga I'm poor how do I get back I help yeah I will say there's this one last thing I will say uh, this is a pivot it's a real pivot um, so I have a, I have a big league pass and I made this pact with myself that I was going to watch every Atlanta Hawks game and I've never done this before ooh <laughs> we're currently six and 26 i think yeah some got awful some got off on the road so i haven't seen very much winning basketball uh so i, I want to start with that um six and 27 i'm sorry i was i was off by a loss Ooh. okay uh i now understand like I used to like get kind of pissed off at players who like when they were on like a long, long losing streak, would just kind of give up on playing. You know, like when they're just like, oh, and they're just kind of like not trying. You can tell they're just like, oh, that dude. Like they get out rebounded because they're not like they don't believe they can win. <laughs> I used to get like pissed off at players for that. Like, how dare you? I get it now. Like, oof. And I was all excited because John Collins was coming back. And I was like, yeah, John Collins is coming back. This will turn around. And then we mm. lost the next three games that with him back. Yeah, what, like, I, what, oh, what I found no. out is that when somebody comes back, it usually causes some, I mean, at least the high school level, cause some <gasps> issue because you got to fold that kid back into the mix or fold no, that he, person. He, he, went, he, came, he went off for like 34 points. Or, yeah, yeah, but like, those 34 points are coming from somebody else. Like, somebody else was getting those 34 points. Yeah, it was Jabari was Parker. He, Jabari Parker played five minutes. And that was, yeah. that's the way it should be, though. Jabari Parker doesn't play defense. I will, so, and then, like, I also uh, have noticed this. So, like, I, I know all the players on the Hawks team. Like, I know the entire roster at this point <laughs> because I've, I've watched so many games. <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> my biggest uh so I, I have like gripes with actual players which by the way damian jones fuck you forever i'm matt you have my la- my last name mine too it, damian jones makes me so angry like i i get 
furious at him on a regular basis because like I'll see him make a great defensive play and he'll be like ah and he'll put forth effort and make a great stop and then I'll watch him just like <laughs> give up halfway into a play and be like no I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try <laughs> I get really angry at him for that um but that's what I'm saying like I know like all the bench players I know like all the Hawks players and the trade deadline's coming up I don't know if the Hawks are gonna try to make any trades but no, just live and die with Trey they, okay, Trey Young doesn't play defense, no. and that's and that's that is will forever be that will forever be their biggest problem. Trey Young's defense is so garbage; it's at a point where, like, uh, what's his face the uh, the backup point guard for um, he may not have been. I think it was the backup. You know, the backup point guard. It wasn't Colin Sexton, but it was the uh, the other guard, the backup point guard for uh, for. Um, Cleveland. So Colin Sexton had a good game against him. But it was another uh, backup point guard for Cleveland um, who just actually it may have been Colin Sexton as well, but both of the guards, every time they had Trey Young on them, would just blow by him. And like he just doesn't try to put a body in front of him, doesn't try to like he's not crafty and, and like I get the idea that he's only like in his third year, no second year. So, like, he hasn't really figured out how to, like, play, play well, play craftily because he's, he's only six feet tall. So, like, if he were 6'7 and, you know, 220. Then he'd be guard, my guy on NBA 2K17. Right, but defense would come easier for him because he's bigger. Like, when you're bigger and longer and taller, like, you can get away with making mistakes on defense because you're bigger and longer and taller. Like, you, you fill the gaps a little bit with talent, or in this case, I guess, physical talent. And it's not that he's not fast, but he he can't he can't make mistakes. Like if he makes risks, or if he takes a makes a risky choice, like he pays, and then he pays with huge like <laughs> him getting burned, like massively burned. And there's not anyone like John Collins is is a pretty good defender, but you know he's one dude. Uh, on the other side is typically like Alex Lynn, who's so so Damian Jones you just heard me talk about I don't want him to have my last name and Bruno Fernando who uh is okay but he's just as young but now we're talking about Bruno sorry go ahead yeah Bruno but uh <laughs> but Bruno Fernando is 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 like he's young so he doesn't make good decisions and he gets like in the foul trouble when he becomes the help defender I feel like in like two years he's gonna be really good like once he has time to kind of figure out the flow of the game, because he has like flashes of, of brilliance and he's got the size and the talent. He just, he makes dumb decisions uh, on a regular basis is, is Mike Wright with Bruno Fernando. And also like with the entire Hawks team, it's bad decisions. And then like, they'll get up by like 10 points and be like, yeah, we're up by 10 points. And then immediately start to suck. Or they'll get down by like ten points and be like, "Oh no, we're down by ten points," and then immediately start to suck. Like they just can't, they can't handle adversity or winning, and that's a weird place to be as a team. Where it's just like the only thing that we know how to really work with is mediocrity. <sighs> it's been hard. <laughs> it's been so hard to watch. How much is a NBA league pass? It is thirty five a month. I'm paying thirty five a month to to watch that, huh? Well, I will say this: uh, just doing it to yourself, huh? I watch uh, other other games, so I've been also been watching the Boston Celtics, who have been really fun to watch this year. Uh, I've been watching um, obviously LA games, both Clippers and Lakers. 
I've also really enjoyed watching, uh, even though they're, they're not winning, I've enjoyed watching the Phoenix Suns. Like, they've played a really fun – they're winning some games. They might make a playoff playoff push. And the Hawks, despite the fact that they are 6-26, and 26, are only uh, <laughs> seven and a half games out of uh, the eighth seed. So <sighs> – Okay. And it's the Orlando Magic, who are the eighth seed currently. So all it takes is Vucevic having a couple of, like a bad week and us having a good week, turn this shit around, figure it out. Playoffs. I'm still dealing with the fact that Glenn Robinson the third is in the league. Right? <laughs> it's weird. He's not very good if it makes you feel better. I guess that doesn't make me feel better. I mean, I had his dad's jersey. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just like, uh, you know, Austin and Doc Rivers. And yeah, no, Austin Rivers doesn't count. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like his daddy either. And uh, Sabonis, uh, Arvita Sabonis' son. Um, I can't remember his name, but his last name is Sabonis. He plays for Indiana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, something. Not yeah. Arvidas. It's like Il Juskis. <laughs> uh, that's made up. But <laughs> it is, but Il it's Juskis not that far off. Demontas. 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 Yeah. Oh, it is off. I'm going to yeah, say Il Juskis is in that. Also, all-star voting is open if that's the thing that you're into. Okay, how do I spell Il Juskis? I-L-J-U-K. Oh. Iljukis is what you went for. I U S Iljukis Iljukis. <laughs> hey, you know what? That sounds like a name for somebody on two K though. Somebody's got yeah. hella handles. Iljukis. Yeah, that would be <laughs> the Slovenian card. <laughs> Iljukis. <laughs> Sebastian Iljukis. And they would have to say what the high pitched voice. Somebody who the name would be plugged in. Sebastian Iljukas, yeah, for three, <laughs> knocks it down. Uh, Iljukas going to work. Iljukas exactly. going to work there. Really, just really just showing his handles off. I am really impressed by Iljukas. <laughs> <laughs> He's having a game of games today. Wow, <laughs> did it? Did it went into a dubbed version? Yes. <laughs> Oh, speaking of which, you watch? Uh, do you watch my hero? My hero academia. I do, but we um, on this season we got to maybe episode four. And really? Then um, so we got to the one where uh, they were uh, all all the students, not all the students, but the four all students, interns, yeah, were together. The four interns were going to help to take down the uh human monster whatever it was i'm mixing up my hero academia and and one punch man as well sounds like it yeah so if you got about four episodes in yeah you were right at the point where everyone started working their internships no i'm a little bit past that i know that uh he already had they already had the episode where he uh never kicked all might the uh the mementos of all might and so all my sidekick picked him up to work with him and yeah. uh, Sue and uh, Yurizaka 
uh, had their day out in the world mm-hmm. and had a good day. And so now they're yeah. all, they all were walking together and they're like, Oh, we're on the same bus. Where are we all going? Yeah. That's yeah. That, that's, that's about four episodes in. There's yeah. a, there's a huge ass amount of fighting after that. Good, uh, good, good. Yeah. Cause that was pretty slow, yeah. but like it's the, the, every episode after that, there's a square off between a student that you a student or a hero that you may not have seen before or that you have seen, but haven't, that hasn't had a spotlight. It's like, you finally see fat gum, like for real in action. You see, um, I wasn't there. There's a kid who uh, can change his limbs into anything he eats. Yep. I remember that one. Cause he, Sunny uh, he eating clams and octopus octopus. Yeah. yeah. So we might be like six episodes in. So like Sun Eater is is his name. Uh and then like Lemillion, who you have seen a bit, but like uh you see him like really kind of shine. Like you see a bunch of dudes just fucking monster. Like they're really, really good. Uh and it's 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 the fights are also really well done. Um uh Karishima, the hardening dude. Mm-hmm. He drops his, like, so you've seen his final form before. But now you see his super final form. Yeah, he drops his final form. Yeah. It's it's, it's pretty dope. great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've been enjoying the shit out of it. Yeah, I mean, we, it's just, there's so much stuff that we could watch. Yeah, that's kind of where we are, too. Where um, you know, between that, we stop watching that, and then we'll turn and start watching The Mandalorian, and then we stop watching that, we'll turn and we'll watch, like, we watched The Marvelous Miss Maisel, in the span of like three days. Um, wow. And then we stopped watching that and there's always, oh my God, for some reason our guilty pleasure fallback at this point in time in our lives is a great food truck race, which is available on Hulu and they got like 17 seasons on there. Yeah. So we've gone through that and then there's always Master Chef. Um, and then there's the Watchmen, which we had just we just started watching episode two of the Watchmen today, right before we started recording the show. Oh, nice! So it's there's really a good, million things we could watch, and something's always falling to the wayside. And it's just, dude, we haven't even finished the Mandalorian yet. Yeah, I will say the Watchmen is really, really good. Yeah, <clears throat> it seemed like it, but yeah, it's 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 dope. Like super dope okay like you'll enjoy it like i i honestly want i want it to have another season i don't think it will but they they said it it may not but i really do want it to have another season it's so good yeah like really really good I can't talk to you. I can't say it. I won't say anything, more, anything else. I will end up like telling you what it's about, but like, how at your boy uh, when you finish watching it. I will indeed. All right. Uh, I guess we got to wrap up. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Even though that doesn't work, like the pullout method doesn't work. So I guess we should wrap it up. Um, that was bad. I should be ashamed of myself. You know what? Wait, I have a soundboard. Where's, yeah. Where where is that? Yeah, that was pretty horrible. But um yeah, go see uh, Spies in Disguise. Um watch I saw, the Astronomy Club. Watch the Astronomy Club. Um 
What else did I see this weekend? Star Wars. Oh, God. Sherman Showcase. Watch that. Oh, don't watch Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. If you liked The Last Jedi, just imagine that that's the final Star Wars movie and just go cool, for it. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. Um, what's the Sherman one again? Sherman Showcase. Sherman Showcase. Okay, I'll put Something that on my move. watch list. Yep. It's really good. Um, it's like I watched it three times already. It's it's really goddamn good. Um, I'm trying to think. There was like one more movie that I saw the same day that I saw Spies in Disguise and Frozen Part Two. Which honestly, as far as Frozen to go, yeah, it was cool. It was okay. It was cool. Yeah. Oh, Uncut Gems. Goddamn. I heard that's really good. Woo! If Adam Sandler doesn't get an award for that shit, I'm going to be shocked. That was the best role I've ever seen him do, period. Hmm. And I went back and watched Happy Gilmore a couple of days ago. And, yeah, it's still funny. But okay. Uncut Gems, who, first of all, they're going to tell you it's a comedy. It's fucking not. That movie is anxiety-inducing, but it is so good. Yeah, I'll check it out. So good. Like, let me know when you go see it, because that movie was, it has a win at least one award. Okay. Real I'll, talk. T- I'll tell you when I go see it. Okay. Well, um, let me see. I think that's about it. Nietzsche's still in recovery. Glad to hear it. Um, she's doing better. She has her moments. Um, yeah. Basketball on break. We won a game and lost like five. Yeah. But we won a game. Yeah. That's yeah. Doing better than the Hawks. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's about it, bro. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just I just want to remind all y'all motherfuckers that uh Don Imus is dead. Fuck that nigga forever, man. Forever and ever and ever. Yep. Whew. God. All right. All right. <laughs> Peace. Peace.